What's happening, weirdos? This is Ashling. Ashling. Not Aisling. Ashling. Ashling. Listen to me struggle the whole episode to not speak in an Irish accent. I mirror so hard <laughs> with the guests in general, but especially if there's an accent of any kind, man, it's a struggle. It's real struggle. She's so delightful. She's on a show called This uh, This Way Up. Sorry, I almost said it wrong. This Way Up. It's on Hulu. It's incredible. Since uh, we've done this podcast, I've watched every episode. It's so wonderful. Please check it out. It's so, 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 so good. We talk a lot about the pilot, which is what I had watched uh, when we did this episode because it's a perfect pilot. Uh, but the whole series is wonderful. So check it out now on Hulu. Also, I am doing stand-up. Stand-up comedy. I'm on tour. I'm going to be in Brea, California next. Then Oxnard, then Nashville, then St. Louis, then Cleveland, then San Jose, Houston, and Phoenix. I'm also going to be right here in Los Angeles doing my monthly Largo show. The next one is January 11. Uh, tickets at largo-la.com. Tickets to all the other shows that I just mentioned at PeteHolmes.com. Uh, today's Pete's pick is one and done, simple, easy. One of my faves, Kachav, Kachava. Uh, you guys know this by now. I only do uh, sponsorships for products that I love and use every day. Kachava absolutely fits the bill. It is usually my breakfast. It is often my lunch, and it's sometimes my dinner. Not just because it's easy, but because it's delicious, makes me feel fantastic, and keeps me full for hours. Kachava is a plant-based, born-in-the-jungle, nutrient-rich superfood drink mix that is so easy to make. You put a couple scoops in water, that's right, water, and shake it up, and you're ready to go. The reason that works is because there's powdered coconut milk in there, which, which mixes with the water, which becomes coconut milk. There's ch uh, raw cacao in there, so it's chocolatey and coconut milky, so it's creamy, smooth chocolatey delicious just enough coconut nectar in there which is a low glycemic which means it doesn't spike your blood sugar sweetener so it's just sweet enough it's just creamy enough it's just chocolatey enough and then boom they sneak in all of this unbelievable hard to find plant-based nutrition that so many people are looking to get more into their diets but maybe you don't know how i always point people to kajaba 100 plant-based you're getting eight super fruits 17 greens and veggies gluten-free soy-free no artificial sweeteners or preservatives it's got 24 grams of plant-based protein it's got nine grams of fiber and it makes you feel fantastic you get a nutrition overload high from it i eat a lot of weird hippie superfoods but this is the only one that val actually will also enjoy i make it for her with almond milk and frozen strawberries it tastes like chocolate strawberry ice cream and it makes you feel even better than chocolate strawberry ice cream i thought i was getting it to add to my smoothie but it turns out it is a smoothie i travel with it it's as close as i've come to a meal in the pill <laughs> in the pill in the birth control pill meal in a pill it's 2020. It's time for a meal in a pill, Jetson style. A lot of people take it for a meal replacement. I didn't know that, like a weight loss management thing. I do it because it makes me feel good. Go to Kachava, K-A-C-H-A-V-A.com slash weird. You'll get 20% off your order and show your support of the show. That's K-A-C-H-A-V-A.com slash weird. All right. Hope to see you in Brea, Oxnard, Nashville, St. Louis, Cleveland, San Jose, Houston, or Phoenix. More dates being added all the time to PeteHolmes.com. Thank you to everybody that's been coming out. It's been wonderful to see the weirdos on the road. And in the meantime, enjoy Oshling. Oshling. And please watch This Way Up. It's incredible. It's on Hulu. Get into it. You got sewn up, baby. Oh, 
got your homes away from home. Jesus, if ever I've loved thee, if ever I've loved thee, my homes away from homes. Away from homes. Well, homes is. You must run into a few homes. Cross that pond. Would you, um, mm. uh, there's another person here, so you don't mind if I just slightly unbuckle my skirt. I just... Look at what I'm wearing, Ashling. Ashling, um... tell the people. Tell the people, Ashling. Here we have Pete Holmes. He's wearing what can oh, only be described good. as the outfit of a man who has given up. <laughs> He's wearing his Christmas pajamas. It's the CPJs. middle of the day. It's lunchtime. Yes. He's wearing a sort of um, well-worn black hoodie. With stains. With stains, complete Baby with stains, stains we hope. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wish I could shoot that. And oh, then some bomba socks. Don't uh, say shoot They can be a far. new uh, uh, sponsor for the podcast, maybe. I should be wearing MeUndies socks. Me and I do often. These oh. are me on these track pants, though, <laughs> or they? whatever lounge pants. <laughs> Is that, oh my God! You know, keep it the, on brand. On bra- oh, You're in Los Angeles ABB, now. Always be branding. Um, on my way here, I, I saw an advert for a skirt, and I apologize. It's not a good. Well, you need you. to get more skirt Ooh, wearers that, on the. Get that blanket if you want. I was going to wear trousers, but then I thought you might kind of. Uh, think, wait now, is this a boy? Oh my God. Everybody <laughs> so stop, drop, and roll. I might actually put this blanket over me. It's also cold. It's also cold. Um, it's been very cold since we were late, but on my way here, I saw an advert for, um, what are they called? Can you hear that? Pajama no? bottoms with feet in them. So like... Fijays. Oh, Fijays. I know where you took. You took Sunset. Yeah. And there's an advert for Fijays there. Guess how many times I've almost bought Fijays? Oh, uh, like every other day? Never been to the website, but I do think about it. If Instagram knows what they're doing, there's one, and any lady who's listening in will know this, there's one particular bra that gets advertised to us all the time, and eventually I was like, fine, I'll buy it. That and a ne- <laughs> neck hammock, which took three months to come from it's China. called a neck hammock? No. <laughs> Can you imagine if the bra was called a neck hammock? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what you were saying. No. Fine, I'll buy the neck hammock. Perfect for two. You hang it around your neck and it just holds your two boobs in like a banana. Well, the um, neck is the trunk of the body. It, it is. But it's the, not what we call the trunk. It's a natural back of the bra in many ways. Yeah, right. Uh, it's the bra nature created. Bra. Um, bra. 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 You're English. Bra. You're American. Uh, this is me being American for all the Americans. Bra. But and it's <laughs> this bra you uh, stick like with glue to your boobs and then in the advert you pull like a little cord in the middle mm. and your two boobs go yoink, and it just comes together and it was advertised on every lady's Instagram or Facebook page and eventually I was like fine I'll buy it and Wait, you pull it like like removing the sticky tack from a painting? No, 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 no. So the sticky is already on your boobs you pull the middle like lacing up your boots oh. so it's a big la- oh hello <laughs> somebody just got interested suddenly the podcast just got it bonjour <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't I advertise this? Because I'm a yeah. man? No, you totally can. I could. It's, it's just, it was targeted at us. No, I know. So the adverts that I was getting were not the same ones you were getting, probably That's about, right. I don't know, your penis hammock or whatever it is. I do get the pH. And it's, so in the middle of it, you, you yank the cords down and your boobs go, bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> and... I got it because I was like, fine, I'll get it. I've been advertised this 360. Maybe the universe is telling me I need to get this one. And I got it. And the glue, I put it on and then it immediately went, and just the glue fell off. Yep. And it doesn't stay, like it doesn't work. Any of the adhesive technology no. you'd think would have it by now. Yeah. They're There's like, a- this is how you stick your iPad to your car dash. It's like, yeah. is it? Do you guys have no more nails here? 
What? No more. Uh, so yeah, okay. A <laughs> big thing no, in the UK and Ireland. A big thing in the UK and Ireland is this uh, glue called no more nails. No more nails means no more nails, and that's their thing. And oh God, I'm so uncomfortable. Nice skirt. Um, <laughs> I'm really trying Comedy to read, is saying myself. it. God, you know what I mean? I'm just going, yeah, true. Comedy is saying like it. Like Angelina I'm, Jolie would have kept it to herself. And yeah, I just no, lost I my buzz. You got it. Uh, I'm just going to yank it up, but I am covering myself because I'm going to save what's under the blanket for my husband's. <laughs> um, oh, that's much better. Uh, I feel freer now. I understand. Um, it's just you're in your, it's been a long 2019. I, you're in your pajamas. Yeah. You clearly don't care anymore. Uh-huh. I can't be having denim anywhere. The other, also <laughs> dryers in America. I, they don't have dryers really in the UK and Ireland much. Like sometimes you use a tumble dryer, but not really. Because I'm sorry, what? Yeah, you hang them up in the, yeah. in the Irish sun? Yeah, in the Irish sun. <laughs> uh, no, Jim Gaffigan actually did his, his new special, which is bloody brilliant. But he's got this whole bit about going to Ireland and uh, and them not having dryers. And and it's it's really weird to hear, especially as a comedian, you know the way you're like, oh, that's mad. It's really w- w- weird to hear somebody talking about something that's mad, but for me, what he's saying is mad. Like, uh, yeah. the idea that you use dryers which shrink your clothes or worse for your clothes when there's air outside is mad. You know, that you wouldn't uh, just hang things out on a washing for line. Free. Yeah, for free and better for the environment, but also just like it takes up less space whatever and it doesn't shrink your clothes it takes up space in the air which is what we call space yeah that is air is space are we writing a bit right now oh my god is this how stand-up happens are we writing a book on science i think that's my phone also buzzing there oh my god it's probably all those sweet sweet honeys trying to get in touch oh can't talk now doing a podcast oh my Um, god so uh but yes so (laughs) Tossed, the, not the, silence. Yeah, I Tossed. Let's just hear it from over there. It's been a long. Did you say cunt? Cunt. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't even put it on. Silence. For the whole just... podcast, we'll be saying cunt the way you guys say it. Oh yeah, just yeah, for yeah. For the people listening, yes. isn't that weird? But you can you click a oh dial god, it like is, on a dryer. Yeah. I click and I go. Now we're just saying it for fun. Yeah, and that means that you just have to accept now. It is. <laughs> I. It took me ages to work out that it can destroy a conversation a saying it. Oh. Like, because, like, I grew up in a town where people would be like, ah, he's some kind cunt, that man. Yeah. You know, he's some cunt for giving to charity. <laughs> you know, as in, like, it's not a, it's it's not like it's not an insult, but it's like, Jesus, he is some cunt for the education. You know, he'd, oh, he'd read every wow. book. There's a little edge to it. Yeah, there's an edge to it, but it's not like, Ours is. hear you say, and people are like, oh my God, that's When destroyed. I first got to New York, I was like, people would say it in our way to be shocking. Yeah. And I was shocked. Like wow, that's what yeah. I was trying to capture on my show was a time in my life which I can't really get in touch with. Well, I can sort of. Yeah. When I my jaw would drop, someone would be like, "You fucking," and they'd say it, and I'd be like, <gasps> and that, and yeah. I was doing stand up. That's what makes it yeah, fun. Yeah, like you yeah, have to yeah, like, like these these pirates. Yeah. These, like, <laughs> these pirate. I was trying to become a pirate. That's the pitch for crashing. I was trying to become. <laughs> it's a, a guy pirate. trying to become a pirate. And everyone's like, Arr, me booty. And you're like, booty. Oh, ah. you say the B word. Unless you're Irish, then it means you're minge. Yeah. No, no, that's Fanny. No, I know. I just wanted to say minge. Booty's around the back. Oh, and you're welcome. B- Fanny is front. Do you know what I'm just realizing is that you, all the words that you find shocking are euphemisms for vaginas, Pete. What's going Ooh, on? Mm-hmm. Are we on fresh air? You okay, hon? <laughs> hon? You okay? It's like you mad, bro. <laughs> you okay, hon? Hon, you okay? 
Are you um, right? Yeah. Yeah. Twat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You twat. guys do twat differently. Well, too. I didn't know. Twat's English. Right. And I didn't Isn't know. Is it Minge English as well? Minge is very English, yeah, yeah as well. Yeah. I didn't know when I moved over to England that twat wasn't the same as twit. So, you know, like you little twit. Oh. Like twit is a very cutesy word for a silly billy. Right. I didn't know twat. You say to a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twit, and so I had to, when I found out about five years into living in England, I suddenly went through almost like um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind going through all of my memories, going, God, where have I said it? What circumstances have I used it in? Have I been auditioning for things and going a bit of a twat? I felt like a bit of a twat getting here late, you know. Oh, my God. And suddenly having to review the places I... But isn't it funny? Isn't it delightful? I feel like everything's delightful. It's it's still like if we're in any sort of a formal situation, you're saying vag. Yeah, I suppose you know, Badge. like like, like it's, a, it's a it's a it it's the same well as saying done. dick a little bit. You brought us in into the fold into the because I like vag is perfect. Cause well, you're right; it's lady parts. Yeah, they're We're all weird. the worst ones for some reason. Yeah, and that brings me back to my dryer point, mm. which is that denim in the dryer, the place where I'm staying in LA. I don't dry my denim. Did you see my pants uh, were hanging up on two hooks? As we I thought that out? was to intimidate me on my way into the podcast. <laughs> Look at those pants, Ashling man pants for my balls. That's where I keep my balls in all those denim pants. Um, <laughs> notice the bulge. No, notice the, the bulge has been baked into. You the can't denim. iron that out, Ashling, <laughs> when it's been stretched out that far. Um, but the dryer just ruins denim and you feel so fat as soon as you put on your clothes after the dryer. Oh, this skirt's been in a dryer. I, I wore a pair of jeans that are sort of like boyfriend jeans. BFG. The BFG. Roll doll is BFG. Yeah, Roll doll is a disappointing follow-up sequel about boyfriend jeans. Um, <laughs> ah! Um, and literally yeah. slapped my knee like a 1930s film <laughs> reel. Really I went, <laughs> this guy's got something. <laughs> like a <laughs> OMG. But I was wearing these jeans to this um, uh, thing on Monday, and I was like, I felt like the air had been taken out of all of my genitals. Yeah. Like I couldn't breathe because the denim was so tight. Yeah. And I was like, how have I downstairs breathe? Downstairs breathing. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, when I. It w- needs air. We were told that as part of our nuns' sex education, Uh we didn't get much of it at school. And almost none. Almost a piece. They're gonna love that in the Great Britain. They love wordplay. Oh my god, they they love it. How much? uh, Oh no, I said actually one of that. That was a joke from my sister's wedding speech because my aunt's a nun. And wait, is this the one alluded to in the pilot? In the what? Pilot. Pilot. (laughs) I said pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved the restraint. When Thank I watch you. TV with Val, the two things that I say most, which are so annoying, but at least I know, mm-hmm. is I go, the restraint. I love restraint, and I love atmosphere and uh, tone, and your pilot is perfect. It's so perfect. I wish I was Hulu so I could pick it up. Oh, it's not a pilot. There's all six episodes. No, it's been I made. No, but the first episode, you're in LA. We call it the pilot. Um, what and I'm obsessed say... with perfect pilots. It's a perfect pilot. We're going to talk about the show. Well, so we never say pilot. We say episode one. But but what do you call it when it's like being tested? A pilot. Yeah. But um, oh, and then we, once it's picked up, it becomes episode, episode one. one. Yeah, it's, yeah, It drops yeah. it like a it, cocoon. Yeah, yeah. It drops. It's, it's no old. longer. It's no longer. I still an apprentice. think the first episode of of my show is the pilot. Yeah. You know why? So that's you can say that's a great thing. pilot. Ah. I and like we say uh, we say. I've heard people say Breaking Bad is a perfect pilot. 
That's what. That's how I mean it. You I know just when I'm in you... an airplane, I go. Sorry, could you have a word with the episode one about how this <laughs> plane is getting so bumpy? It's just a turn of phrase thing. This guy's gonna get picked up, and then when we take off, he does get picked up. Yeah, exactly. <gasps> the pilot just got picked up. That's how LA I am. When planes take off, I went. This pilot, pilot just, just got, got picked, picked up. up. Oh my <laughs> Jesus! This is a free show. You know, people just download it with an app. You don't even make any money. That's to get premiums. Fijs surely are going to give you if some cash. Fijs, Fijs should give me some fucking cash. Some dryer. No, the dryers are going to take gonna away money from me. We're going to the word Fijay. Yeah, and also um, washing lines should surely. I should be the face of like hanging out your washing. Yes, if but Jim that's Gaffigan, free. if you're if you're if you're listening, if. it is totally normal to dry your clothes in the air. But I think he was saying that like he went and he just wanted to like wash his clothes and dry them quickly. And they were like, oh, they'll be done by tomorrow yeah. if we leave them in the air. And you're like, but I need them now, which makes sense because you can dry stuff in 40 minutes in a dryer. But like, what about, I'm sure you've gotten this, toasting up a blanket, getting it warm. Hot, well, that's the other thing. Hot water bottles. Hot water bottles. That's what you guys do? Oh, my God. We, so um, Asif Manvi, who's in my show. Yeah. He couldn't believe when he was over doing the show that because it was cold and it was winter, he couldn't believe that costume departments would have hot water bottles for everyone. And you bring them around and it fills your soul with warmth. Period pains, back pain. Yeah. You just put boiling water True. into a hot water bottle. Do you yeah, know what a hot water bottle is? Yeah. So a it looks like your one, liver. It looks like your liver. It looks a bit like a liver. That, right? No? My liver is no. square. Oh, your liver is, is your liver like um, rectangular with like a, a tube at the top? <laughs> yes. And okay, okay. I just mean it looks, how about this? Let's do the riff it again. It looks like Pete's liver. It looks like an organ? Okay, I'm building a man I, and I need a stomach. And I go, you, give me a hot water bottle. Am I crazy? Draw on this piece of paper with I a will. pen. And I know this isn't interesting for anyone who's listening. No, but I've, I've read Andy Cap. He's hungover. That it's really a, looks like a hot water bottle. Yeah, that's a hot water bottle. But I don't know... What I'm talking about? I that, have that a hot looks water like bottle. a liver. I, I can't remember when Val needed it, but it was a ladies. Put own. it this way: if there's anyone in this house, I'd be like, "Who's the closest person to being a doctor?" You're not it, because that is not a liver. That is a. Oh, now I'll draw a liver next to it. Yeah. What do you think a liver looks like? This is fun. This is called a hot medium because people have to. Yeah, imagine. that they are not the same thing. Now I'll make it a dick. I think you should take a picture. <laughs> that is very close very to close actually. to yeah. a badly Always. drawn. It's a subway dick. I even think um, Oscar Wilde and Abraham Lincoln probably drew dicks on the back of their... It's a male obsession to just draw phallises, no I matter know. where they can, they can turn this in, into anything. People are embarrassing. Just like, I'm just going to draw it. It comes so naturally. It's like before they've even thought about it, a pen or a pencil and paper is it just, just happens. It. Yeah, yeah, Well, yeah. as soon as they learn language, that's when, like, when they taught in ancient Greece... I always say this. I've, I only have so many facts. <laughs> they taught language to the populace, and the first thing that happened was graffiti. So I'm sure as yeah. soon as pens were invented, you're drawing some dicks. Have you ever been to Pompeii? I mean, pens has nearly all of the letters of penis. Oh, my God. The penis mightier than the sword. And your show is the pilot I like the most since Pen 15. Which <gasps> is, isn't that a great show? I haven't seen it yet, but I'm kind of obsessed with Maya Erskine. Uh-huh. She's in another, I think, really underrated rom-com called Plus One, and that's also on Hulu. Yeah. And it's so bloody good. It's a really simple rom-com, you know, uh, friends going to weddings together. Oh, but it's, you know, when people are just, like, everything is just a se- series of relationships on TV. Yeah. And you just want to see what two people are like together. You do, I just like seeing them acting together. But that's what scenes. I like about your pilot. Are you ready for fun? Ready oh, for compliments? Uh, about, about bloody time, Pete. Oh. 
I wouldn't mind some fun, finally. We've been having none so far. <laughs> to put a pin in hot water bottles so there's going to be a small stream Please of water. Please don't. It'll burst. <laughs> That's very dangerous. <laughs> You're right. We could learn a few things from Ireland. Hot water bottles is one of them. Drying and air. And air drying. Air drying. We yeah, could do it on yeah. the side of the house. I don't know when it happened in the zeitgeist that it became sort of like, what is this, Harlem in the 30s? Yeah, like that, we were but like, that people were like, we need to do this in the most expensive mechanical way possible. And that's the only possible. You never yeah. see like washing hanging out around America. No. Um, you sometimes see shoes over a power line. That's as close as we come. You do. And that's, I feel like that's shoes. a really, you know, roundabout way to dry your shoes. <laughs> I will say. <laughs> but listen, each to their own. At least it's eco-friendly. <laughs> You are fun. Your show is so good. Oh, it's called Going Up. up. <laughs> oh. It's called This Way Up. I want to talk about it so much, and I don't care if it's a little inside baseball. Did you write it? Yes. I don't understand how you wrote it. It's so well written. <laughs> No, no, that's not what oh, I meant. This is just a series of backhand. That's hilarious. Piece. I, I understand uh, your show is so sounds. good. What's it called again? Did you write it? I don't understand oh how it's so good. You God. wrote it all. <laughs> that is not, that does sound Eight. like what I meant, but I swear this is what I meant. <laughs> I know you did. It's yeah. so well written. I don't know how anyone could have written it. That's my point. Oh, is I'm watching Eight. it, and I'm writing a, a thing right now, and trying to write natural dialogue especially when someone's being silly and you like maya she's so silly in pen 15 they accomplish the same thing so like where you're doing the thing with the toothbrush and stuff setting up moments where you're being silly that don't feel like and now she's gonna do that thing Mm. and and everything's ruined here's my point it's so natural and and real and to your what you were just saying you just want to see sisters they don't need it like the pilot isn't like and she's a vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, here's somebody. You care about them because you like them. Yeah. You care about her, the, the relationships that she's in. But nothing like crazy happens. Oh. I but get, I mean that I, as a compliment. Sti- oh, I know. And I'm, I'm getting a little bit teary. Now. Are you it's really? A, yeah. It's, it's perfect. Um, it's a perfect pilot. It's, it's and I'm going to rewatch baby. it with Val because I'm like, we should be watching the show. Oh. Which brings me to my next point, And maybe you have thoughts about this. I'm like, how do we find out about new fucking shows? This has just been well, happening. But genuinely, I think why I, I'm a little bit emotional is... Um, the show did really well in the UK. We had a marketing budget and stuff, but we've no money to market it uh, here. And so when people have seen it and bother and it's all word of mouth and it's so, I worked so incredibly hard on it. And yeah. you know what it's like to sell a show yeah. and to have no sort of money to sell a show. Genuinely, when people watch it and bother to tell people about it, it's like such a hand. It's such yeah. a, especially when you're promoting something, you know, like yeah. you're crashing, you're promoting it on your own a lot of the time. And it's and you're also written it and in it and it's yeah. tiring to do yeah. the whole shebang and be a marketer and producer and all that stuff. So yeah. when people see it or tweet about it or tell their friends, it's honestly such a hand. It's well, so, I'm going to be tweeting so it helpful. today. Oh my god, Hush. a tweet! I'm going <laughs> to one tweet, one tweet. But it the, won't say anything. Do you tell me about we'll how you had to be deliberate when you were doing it to not have it be stupid? I could write you the stupid version of that pilot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, like there's a okay, so the first moment is she's checking out of rehab. This yeah. isn't a spoiler. It's just a wonderful scene. Yeah, 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 scene. that's the open scene. To make like a human compelling, interesting open. Mm. Most people are just like there's got to be a dick's got to fly. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, something's yeah. got to explode. It's just a sister checking her sister out of rehab. Yeah. But you kind of understand them. And you I care think, about you like immediately. I think it's like what I what I realized was I like watching that stuff. 
yeah. and to sometimes be confident in what you like watching. And even even when I write a series two, I'll be a lot more confident about not minding that it could be five pages of dialogue. Yeah. Whereas in series one, I was like, oh, better keep it to three. Mm. But actually, I can sit and watch, like even that, that show My Erskine's in the plus one, that movie, loads of it is them just chatting. Yeah. And I love watching. Me too. If you care about two people, it's essentially why reality TV does really well. People care about the core characters and we'd all love it to be, of course, like it might take away from drama, but it, there's a reason it's popular. People like watching known relationships and people chatting. Yeah. Because we're trying to see ourselves. It's why all those reality TV shows work, all the dates on The Bachelor, Love Island, whatever it is. We like to see, am I weird? Am I like that? Is that me? Do I do that? Where's my point of view? How would yeah. I react here? Wow. And that's what I like What watching. is this? Your ma- I, I'm not teasing. That's like a masterclass. It's so brilliant. But it's, it's so right on. What I And so I suppose when I, I'm also fascinated by people what makes people tick I didn't expect say come to your house and you'd have a mini sauna no, here I know. You do know? you ever think about how you would describe your real self you, maybe you're doing it in this show how you have and I've done it many times mm. where you have to describe what your character is like in a yeah. few words yeah 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 and Nick Kroll once much. said it to me <laughs> yeah a bit much that's so funny but yeah. that's so valuable that's like a, a an introspective mm. life like you're like oh shit I'm, I'm a bit yeah, much yeah I'm a bit much but like when um, Val not coming from a bad place also yeah but a bit much we were we're watching Love Actually because it's Christmas mm-hmm. and uh, like everyone does it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, which one am I? And I'm like, I'm Colin Firth. And then there's <laughs> the other one whose name is Colin actually. And he's sort of like the not classically handsome one, but handsome in a British way. Uh, oh, the one who ends up doing the cards at the end? No. No. That's Walking Dead. This is the one that's like, I'm going to go to America because American girls love British guys. I can't remember that. He's the funny one. He's like the comic relief of the show. And he gets on the plane and he goes, I'm going to America with my big knob. And Val goes, that's you. Oh, yeah. I I know. But I loved it. This is why I love being roasted. This is why I like being teased by people who love me. Yes, exactly. Because I'm like, she's right. I thought I was Colin (laughs) You thought you were Colin And in many ways, we all do. And when you realize you're not, you're like, oh, Jesus, that's me. Even sometimes when you watch The Real Housewives and you're like, oh, that problematic one there or that thing, I think that might be me this time. Oh, my God. For example, I went to watch Slave Play in New York last week. Slave Slave Play? Play is maybe one of the best things I've ever seen. Oh, wow. Um, so it's, it's been a huge hit. It transferred to Broadway. I might be getting some facts wrong, but in the same way, say, Lin-Manuel Miranda was sort of a young genius when he did In the Heights so young and I went to Broadway. Mm. Um, this young guy, I can't remember his name immediately, which is terrible, but he's, I think he's like 19 or 20 and has written the most nuanced, amazing play about race, about America, about relationships. Shut the fuck up. It's... Fucking incredible. And also, it's it's so incredible because in the second half, and there's no spoiler in, in this, I, I think, because this will be something that would be mentioned in reviews. It's just eight characters sitting down, kind of having group therapy. And you'd think, oh, that's a bit boring or like, how yeah, done, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and will everyone get up and do their monologue? Right. It's... And I, I would be a bit allergic to that at this stage, you know, watching actors, everyone getting to do their monologue, because I'm like, it me, it me. You know, that's a version of me maybe getting up going, and now I will tell you my backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not that at all. It's so bloody nuanced and everyone has all of these intricacies. And one of the people in it is this white lady who keeps on talking and going, I think what she's trying to say is, and 
it's coming from a kind place, but I'm like, oh God. And I just saw myself Yourself. in this white lady character oh. who's, who's also very nuanced and lovingly written. That's yeah. what I loved. She wasn't supposed to be like, aren't white ladies the worst? Right. But you saw a bit of like what we tend to do. You know, yes. Michael Che has an amazing bit about like um, in his Netflix special. And uh, oh God, I really wish it was my bit. You know, when you watch a bit and you're like, oh. It's the only compliment. But the yeah, only compliment I wish is, was mine about I wish like, that was mine white ladies should go in they should send them to fight ISIS because they'd outprice ISIS out of the area and like there'd be loads of like pop-up cafes and stuff like that and they're just, you know because of the power of white ladies and what they can do and he's got this whole bit about because white ladies have so much power like have you ever seen he's like you know a white lady can go up to a policeman drunk and be like can I wear your hat it's my birthday and he's like can you imagine me as a black man being able to walk up to a police officer take off his hat drunk and being can I wear your hat it's my birthday and it's just so Oh, like for all of of course the gendered stuff that we have put up with and fight for and all that stuff the the white lady thing is a bit like oh god ladies sometimes as well and in this yeah, play it's yeah. really beautifully kindly portrayed but I was watching it going oh Oh, yeah, yeah, and that's where you see yourself. You're like, oh, I'm not the, I'm right. that person. And it helps you to see them, see them if you soften them. Like yeah, the thing that I'm writing yeah, right now, there's totally, a, there's a yeah. character that's like kind of he's not the villain, but he's sort of representing a meaner side of things. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm gonna really write him likable. Like it's in the script yeah, about yeah. how smiley. I pretty much just write in the script. Boy, mm-hmm. this guy's likable. Like you really like him because we're done. All yeah. I want, all I care about is uh, subtext. Yeah. All th- so another thing you showed us so well, and forgive me, I've only seen the pilot. I'm kicking myself, but with a baby, I'm going to watch the whole thing. Oh, it's so hard you. to watch stuff. We have all these. We have the also, screeners. What, I haven't I seen Parasite. Those. I haven't. Seen, you know what I mean? Like we I can't. I want to see Parasite do it. because it's called Parasite. I, mean, I, I don't like parasites. I understand. What if it was called um... Ashling? Watch this. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, okay. Something about this title is drawing me. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's where TV is going? Oh my god! Probably. Sometimes I think that's where TV's going. Is is they've in the past they've dabbled. Someone's with, got like, a bloody you're in the Valley, show. Listen to this podcast yeah. and take your idea. Well, that's what VR is. It's like I think what my daughter is going to say Virtual in the future reality, is, is that, yes, yeah. is I'm not in it. Like she's going to be like, who am I in it? Mm. Like it's going to be like. A who done it like knives out, but you're at yeah, the party yeah, yeah, and you but walk you get around. To be in it. And I talk to you about it, and I'm like, "Did you? But did you hear what they say? Next time you you do it, you got to go walk over." Also, to them. you know, like now when a baby turns around a camera to watch what you've just done, yeah, that's odd, isn't it? Yeah, like I've you know, you film them and they're like, and there is no digital photo, and they take it and they look, and they're like, "What? The yeah, fuck well, is I this? don't understand." Like, well, we or they don't know when you when you like say mime a phone, like to spin your fingers around or do the buttons. Yeah, they're like, "That's not a phone. Yeah. The phone is holding a square up to your ear. Yeah. It's not taking something off a receiver." Wow. Yeah. You can't go hang up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't go, go hang up. up. Even or like roll the, down the window. Yeah, or even the little symbol on on iPhones and stuff is a hanging up. It's like the little putting the receiver back down. Jesus Louise, but that's it not doesn't make any sense. That just doesn't make any sense. It and already I, doesn't make sense. Yeah, I wonder in like 20 years, are like, why does that exist? Yeah. Why is that the symbol? That's the stand-up That's of just the like a crab. Isn't We're that a crab with its two clippy arms? Sometimes scientists and uh, inventors invent with technologies that don't yet ex- exist. I forget mm. what it's called, but we'll call it hypothetical inventing. Yes. Well, that's what Leonardo, de, I was going to say, DiCaprio did. Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> He's acting in a way with you know, technologies. Um, uh, you know Leonardo DiCaprio famously did all those like um, paintings? And uh, Leonardo da Vinci yes. was an amazing inventor. And but, he had like 
airplane things and things to go into the sky and he had all of these inventions way before for things that did so he was inventing with things yeah like when we have this then we'll be able to do that imagine if that happens and they're still doing that and that's what we're doing basically as I'm saying in the future we'll be able to Make it so you're like you're in the show and they'll be so bored that they're not in the show. Yeah, that they don't get. Well, I suppose that is already happening because there was a time where the pictures you would be able to see from someone's lives were celebrities. But you would never. That's right. No, you would never. You showed your closest friends, but you wouldn't have a magazine of your own life online. And now you do. And now you, I could follow some random stranger's life on Instagram. A rando. I love to follow. I love to follow a rando. Can you follow me back? Follow me Is back. Is it creepy? Follow me back. Follow me back. I have a lot of Facebook friends that were people that saw me in my first years of stand up, but were wow. still Facebook friends. Yeah. And every once in a while, I'll like like one of their posts or something, and I'm like, "Is that weird for them?" Yeah, I don't know. I'm not to saying back now. I'm not Leonardo da Vinci, but I'm just... yeah, why? That's exactly what I Leonardo da Vinci, Vinci would have done. Like... <laughs> he would have been a Facebook <laughs> hound, a hound. He probably. Do you know what? I bet he'd have loads of theories. He'd be one of those people who'd post, hey guys, uh, just watch the news. Well, I suppose he'd have an Italian accent. <laughs> Ciao, amigos. For some reason, I am speaking Spanish. Spanish. Well, the classic me, I know loads of languages. I travel a lot. That's so me. He knows. Uh, I know this is so me, but I know a lot of languages. He knows how to this describe himself. This is classico himself. mio. Yes. Uh, I feel like... Uh, there's something wrong with the fake news media right now. I don't oh, trust no. it. Oh, no. Um, that's what he'd be like. Oh, and he just posts Joker memes. Yeah, loads of loads memes. Loads of jokey memes. Yeah, he would have loved the Joker movie. That's he sort of yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it's about time. We, uh, I have been on for Chan recently <laughs> with some of my new designs. The bitches don't like them. And I won't have it. That's why I drew the man in the circle and not a bitch in the oh circle. Oh, my God. Okay, guys. These are strong premiums. It would be interesting to see what, like, big figures of history. I mean, like, so many people are problematic. Picasso and the like. You're like, oh. But that's what I'm saying. That people, what would they be if they had access it to the them. internet? Yeah. They said, I wish, when I was a kid, I was like, I wish we could have filmed Jesus. And yeah. now I'm like, what, and ruin him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. would have yeah. ruined him. Would have ruined him. He calls everyone chief. Yeah. It's over. It's over. <laughs> the, the writers of the Gospels dropped a lot of chiefs. Yeah, Cut imagine. the chiefs. It turns out they, he had loads of loaves anyways. It was not a miracle. Oh he was sponsored God. by a bread company. Oh, there would be conspiracy yeah, videos. Yeah. What's behind this big Galilean <laughs> rock? <laughs> Could it be loaves? I can't smell fish, Jesus. Oh Seems like you might God. have a lot of fish back there. Oh no, my. I don't have any fish at all. We can smell it, Jesus. It was- I'm going to go around with my head. Don't put a camera back there. Don't put a camera back there. It would be ma'am, like- ma'am, don't film that. Ma'am, don't film that. Without a doubt. Remember when they were arguing about how many people were at Trump's inauguration? Yeah, It would yeah, be like that. Yeah. Was it 3,000? And it, actually, it one of the Gospels says 3,000. One of them says 5,000. So Whoa. we already had fake news. Oh, my God. The Bible's fake news. The Bible is fake. Oh. oh. We could get Trump to say that. Yeah. Let's cut that there because I feel... Uh, I feel lasers on us. Yeah, right Scopes. now. Little, little red dots on my little head. Little red dots. Right. No, the ba- Bible is not fake news, guys. Everything happened. Everything was real in it. Oh my God, Pete, you're going to lose your sauna and all your sponsorship deals. Oh God. That will be your app. That pajama outfit will be your absolute only corporate outfit from now on. <laughs> Could I ask a question about your show that might be boring for Please? those listening? I don't, I don't know. Please? I was going to say I don't care. I, I don't know. Did you edit it? Because here's one of the things I love about it. Mm-hmm. Few takes, Ashling. 
few takes. Uh, Meaning you're not building it. I watch things now, and and they're like pacing it with the with the editing. You're letting things play. Maybe you just as as in like not cutting into a scene. Yeah. Uh, you so let, like, for those listening, when you could intervene, I do like things. I do like to get the whole performance and reaction. It's the best. That and this is my uh, director Alex Winkler, who's a friend of mine as well and is brilliant like that. I think we both love one in episode three, which you'll see. We were really uh, inspired by uh, a scene in a Woody Allen movie. Pennies uh, dropped. Oh wait, uh-oh. scandal dropped. Scandal dropped. But there was this one. I think we sort of have maybe patronized the audience a bit to go. There's their face. There's their face. There's this character's face. Mm-hmm. There's their fa- character's face reacting. And actually, we can trust to kind of follow a voice Starts around. to look like a commercial. Yeah. And in, in episode three, one of my favorite scenes, and I loved our DOP, Ed Moore as well, who said those things like Doctor Who and all sorts. And he's a brilliant, I think the show looks quite pretty, which was nice. It sounded like um, you said R-D-O-P. You uh, said the R. Redop, our. Possessive R. Our D-O-P. Director of photography. Can I just put a pin in our, our hot water bottle yeah, conversation for a sound. second? Oh, quick, better, better, better go on my little segue off this sooner or else the water will come out. But my sister hot. was once on a date with someone and she went to a bus stop and the bus stops in the UK are named after like, say, uh, just the stops would be like A, B, C, D, something like that, or just like letters together. So you'd find on the bus map where your um, oh. bus stop, the right bus stop to go. And she was looking at, she was like, okay, well, this is me, RG. And because in Ireland we say or instead of R or R. Or. or we say or so orgy orgy yeah and he was like huh? and he was just a like immediate boner and she's like what no orgy that's where i'm going orgy that's where i need to go yeah 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 um so oh, our our fun. dop so the cameraman and uh, director of photography um <laughs> going to an orgy yeah going to an orgy taking the bus to, <laughs> to an, an orgy, orgy. <laughs> you don't want to be I on the bus room for all my suitcase and stuff <laughs> You don't want to be on a bus on the way back from an orgy. What is you that? Know. Why is everyone on the bus so tired? Oh, oh and jaded and jizzed. Yeah, jizzed. Oh, don't say jizz. My mother um, <laughs> describes that as personality. Do you know I didn't like him? He didn't have much jizz in him. That guy. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's what she says, and she will not be convinced otherwise that that does not mean pizzazz. That's really funny. Yeah, because it sounds like pizzazz. I will say, talking about being a bit much. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why a fella like me might jay it. Is because when you have a lot of so this is your mom I'm defending, yeah. When you've got a full cartridge of jizz, you are you have more testosterone you, in your body. Wow, that's what's happening. And testosterone, everybody knows I'm going to say this. I'm sorry, but I'm still me. <laughs> testosterone. I'm sorry to disappoint. It's still me. Testosterone is linked to things like decisiveness. So you'll be more like mm-hmm. aggressive and decisive and like and Does I Doesn't mean you're making the right decisions. No, you're no, being more no. decisive. You're yeah. just going like I think that's we gotta go to thing. Indian yeah. throat. Like you just have yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You're just being sharp. Yeah, you're being not, sharp. Not sharp like discernment. I mean you're just being sharp. Here's an interesting thing. So you'll and we're we have to come back to take finish care of the story from before, but on our little trail around the park as we're as we're going. Yes. Um do you know that testosterone is uh, one of the few hormones that escalates 
the more people are so a lot of men together will by the very nature of being together your testosterone's level raise oh just boy. by being around each other oh wow and estrogen doesn't so a load of women together don't produce more estrogen a load of men together produce more testosterone oh no but the presence of estrogen so the presence of me here with the two of you boys oh shit I forgot to mention Brad Pitt is also here oh writing, my god writing his book How, what um, was it like working with Leonardo da Vinci <laughs> <laughs> what was it like being Leonardo Arno da Vinci's stunt double. Oh my goodness. Um, uh, and uh, estrogen being estrogen in the room quells it. I say estrogen so now. In very a lot of male-dominated societies, they tend to be more warmongering because mm. of all the buildup of testosterone, which is also an aggressor factor. And then if you have a, a ba- which isn't also the best thing for your mental health, but a balanced society with estrogen and testosterone mm. quells us all out. So you have. A so you're saying of, by you being here, yeah. Our testosterone, like, look at you, of, how chilled out you are. I am pretty That's chill. That's because of my the presence of my ovaries. Well, I'm worried to agree because I I just agree. I agree. Yeah. Like in the writers' room on days, let's say it was a small room. Mm-hmm. If some of the women weren't there yet, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not a fan of this. I'm a lady man. Mm. <laughs> I like, <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into, I'm into you guys. <laughs> your eggs. Your boobs. I don't mind you. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> but I, also, you know that I just don't want to be guilty of making women sound like a plant because a plant has that quality too. Yeah, that's true. A plant or, in the room um, can calm things down. A goldfish. A goldfish. Well, yeah, natural yeah, yeah. things. Sometimes, if things. I can't make a meeting, I'll send a little bag with a goldfish in it. That's a threat. And see in if that will be. Oh, really? Yeah, that means <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> that's like throwing a shoe. Yeah. on someone in another you country. You don't. But do you know what? What's interesting about oh, the like throwing the shoe? Say with testosterone, you're going. It 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 enables your decisiveness. But then what you have to manage is going. But do, am I making the right decision? That's so the, to, that's right. To lean into that. I was. I'm reading this book, which I keep on mentioning, called Period Power at the moment, and I'm like a woman without it. No sense. Sentences end. No. <laughs> it's just Imagine comma, this comma, book comma, without comma, periods. Comma. I'm like, oh, when do I breathe? It'd be when like Christopher Walken. <laughs> no, he takes the punctuation out of his script. That's so funny as well because we don't say period for a full stop in the UK and Ireland. Full stop. Yeah. So when, when Americans are like, I'm done with you, period. You're like, why are you bringing up my menstrual cycle? Oh my God. Um, but uh, in this, it talks about how... How and I was I was talking to Sabrina Jalise about this yesterday in her podcast actually mm. that don't um, bleep, bleep that out so please. I'm so sorry to don't mention, mention another, another podcast. podcast I'm so uh, right in front of me to my face you'd say that why would you do that period <laughs> yeah, but, I'm not that. having a period um, be please um, I'm just gonna free bleed all over your couch free bleed I, free bleed <laughs> and I'm free bleed. free bleed oh that was God. the original one that they couldn't get past the censors it's sometimes hard to write a first draft yeah but you know what uh, fallen seemed to be you ever just take your tampon out better. in the ocean Tom <laughs> Tom um, Tom I don't because that's how you get bitten by the sharks yes that's right um, but yes so one of the things it talks about is how you know there's the like ah, I get so crazy the week before my period and what she said is, is, is it's not you've heightened sensitivity mm. and to know how to harness that so rather see it as a bad thing go wow I'm very sensitive to atmosphere vibes changes and it's more a yeah. heightened gut reaction mm-hmm. but it's how to harness that and know to 
be able to go, okay, I'm very heightened at the moment and quite sensitive, but my instincts are right. It's a superpower. But to know, it's a superpower. It's a superpower yeah. But to know how to get that across is yeah. the, it's like an X-Men knowing when to take off your glasses and the yeah. lasers come out and when to keep them on. It's also like the movie Wanted where it, it's not a great movie, but he realizes that his panic attacks, which he's taking a lot of medic- medication yeah. for, are actually like slowing down time so he can be super. Yes. Nice yeah, yeah, little, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's actually the metaphor of all superhero stories is like... Uh, Learning how to harness Yeah, you're spider bite. Yeah, exactly. I am always bit by a spider. And so, in a way, women were bit by some spider a long time ago, but yeah. in our... Cunts. <laughs> and that's why it's bleeding so much? Is yeah, that what it so. is? Every yeah. month a spider yeah, yeah, bites yeah. you? Just when you think it's all sewn up. Oh. You just clap it with the legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I try. I do try. You're like, why don't you ladies just clap it? Show- I have an idea. <laughs> clap it with your legs. Pete, I really think if Leonardo da Vinci had been around now, he'd have a podcast and just like you, inventing great ideas. Like clapping it with yeah, your legs. I'd clap say- the period. I'm sorry, the full stop spider. <laughs> I think you call your menstruals your full stops. How did would that you make full sense? Stops? If you said I have my, my full stop is visiting, would anyone oh get God. it? Oh my God. In America, yeah. But would they that get it? That should be a rebranding. Yeah. Like, don't you hate when you get your full stop? I feel like you could do it. Yeah. Oh I'm my talking God. to the only comedian that could do it. I would like whoever's doing the rebranding for Kale and Brussels sprouts to do that for uh, periods. Brussels sprouts is just oil. Yeah, you know it turns I mean? out it was just oil. The same thing salt. happens with fish. They're like, I like fish. We fried it, you fucking idiot. Well, uh, uh, we deep fried sushi it. is not. They, they were like, yeah, we, no. we did nothing. Yeah, we were like, lads, we just cut it up. And but people the rice are has sugar in it. Does That's, it? Oh, yeah. Even the brown rice around it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's got sugar in it. I will say... I don't mean to ruin it. That's why it's so good, is kind yeah. of what I'm saying. Also, also seaweed. You know, the seaweed. You're like, I think I love seaweed. And you're like, oh, no, they've just covered it in sweet, sweet sugar. Also, the ginger. Ginger's got sugar in it? The ginger has sugar in it. Hey, mamma mia. Hey, mamma mia. Do I got sugar oh, in it? I'm sorry, Leonardo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, he's mia. back. I'm channeling him again. <laughs> mamma mia. I did actually spend six weeks in Rome this year uh, shooting a thing. And I did start to like take on sounds and be like, grazie. And I was one of those grazie. people, and they used to take the piss out of them in Ireland. The guy who goes to New York City for three days and comes back with a bit of an accent. Oh, you boy. know, he comes back with a baseball I'm cap. walking here. Yeah. Oh, God, guys. I was in New York City we for the weekend. Saying, when you came to the door, I went, oh, Ashling, I, yeah. I, I, I can't. And I said, I'm my father's son. But one of my favorite bits of your stand-up is how there are accents you can do and accents that you can't. And I'm yeah. totally like, okay, I yeah. love your bit about the Italian accent. Yeah. It's really oh, great because it's like, I really love it because it's like the one you're allowed to do and no one's like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think because Ireland is doing quite well, that's become the thing. You know what it is? It's when I, because I'm a, I suppose I hear words and sounds and accents as well quite a lot. It's that as long as someone's listening to you, if someone repeats back what you've just said, it means they're not listening. If, if, if I was to go, hey, Pete, look at your exercise bike. And you're like, hey, Pete, look at your exercise bike. I'm like, oh, you're just, you're not seeing me as a person. I'm a cartoon now. <laughs> Whereas if you were like, yeah, I tend to go on it for a cycle. I'd be like, oh, that's kind of funny. You know, but we're talk- we're, at least we're having a conversation. Least, it's not mimicry. Yeah, it's not mim. It's you not can like. Drive someone- that's what kids do. Just repeat what they said. It's like a way, it's like yeah, the first it's way you bully. Like, okay, like, yeah, exactly. Are we, get- are we there yet? Like- are we there yet? Yeah, like, you don't like- want that. No, I'm not going to repeat it. No, but I'm not going to repeat it. Is there something out. I just want to defend myself? Is there something where I'm listening to you so carefully? You said estrogen. Yeah. And then I said estrogen. Mm-hmm. We say estrogen. 
But I'm ah. I'm merging with you. I like being merged We're becoming with, one. When I when you yes and me, that yeah. delights me. You've done it nine times, and every time I've cackled with laughter. So that <gasps> like a little witch, like a little witch. <laughs> <laughs> My nanny uh, Katie, who's also a wonderful comedian. God, she's got such a lovely mustache. I know that was quite Look funny because as if Pete they said, were here, uh, Katie, I gestured. You, you gestured to towards Brad Pitt, mm. and. Um, <laughs> But I'm like, oh, she's a great guy. Yeah, she's a she's a lady. Yeah. Who doesn't yes. like the Kardashians? And then they raise their hands. Mm. These are great jokes. Oh, that from the show. How much of the show was on the page? Quite a lot of it, actually. I'm blown yeah. away. Yeah. I'm carving you and yeah. Emmy. I mean, I do love It's unbelievable. Improv. Do you know do you know what it is? For Hulu and streaming services, uh, my my big writing thing that I had to learn, I felt quite a baby about, I say humlo. was humlo because I was raised properly. <laughs> People say humlo, I say, I say hum, humlo. <laughs> my English you, professor goes a silent M. Ah, humlo, <laughs> that is a joke for no one. And yet, how many are laughing? <laughs> Me, at least hundreds. He, me. Even if we're batting 1%, hundreds of people laughed at if that. If we can just make one person, one person laugh on today. their commute to um. Toronto. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Phil and Janet. And Phil's like, oh, me? Oh, God, now we have to get married. Phil will say, is this a boat me? Is this a Because he's on his me? way to Toronto and he's oh, Canadian. A boat. A boat me? A boat. Well, we were saying that. It doesn't matter it is a boat I'm you, Phil. To. If I'm talking to a Canadian and they say sorry, mm-hmm. I want to say sorry. Sorry as well. What am I going to say? What am I going to insult you? It's almost like a sign of respect <laughs> to me that you would say estrogen rather than estrogen. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. We're having fun. But you don't say toinks, which is my favorite Irish thing. Toinks, as toinks. in thanks. Toinks. Toinks. <laughs> toinks. And you don't say Ireland. You say Ireland. No one does. I've heard it in films. It must be Yeah, Brits. but it's American and British people going Ooh. Irish. There's there's one area. I'm of sorry, Shamrock's fired. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> so you know someone's not Irish if they start going, "I'll be back." Now there's an area Oil. of Ireland, uh, North Dublin, and that, like, say, Conor McGregor is North Dublin, and so that's a sort of Northern Irish, or Northern Dublin accent. And a lot of them would speak with like uh, they do like, and I'm Irish, and that's where I'm from. Irish, but Irish. that is like one area of Dublin in particular. Very specific. Everywhere else, it's more of like an AH sound, so Irish. It's very much of a ah, Irish. Irish. Irish, Irish, Ireland, I'll be back. So Wanna it's hear more my ah Glenn Hansard impression. Oh, go on. Cool. 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 Oh, yeah. That's, that's all lovely. I got. Cool. Because he's Dublin. Yeah, he's Dublin. I went to see his show in LA a couple of weeks divine? ago. Oh, my God. He's, he's like a saint a or something. Oh, he's what so did you beloved. say? He sang in a church. Oh, I think it was a church downtown in LA. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's this beautiful. It's, it's, it's Sorry, it's a synagogue that they also really use for community things and gigs and stuff like that in downtown LA. Really beautiful. And Glenn did a gig there. So it was like the big LA Irish community there. And not many people know, like Glenn Hansard wrote the movie Once, uh, which was nominated for an Oscar. It won and, an Oscar. Um, it won an Oscar. Excusez-moi. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Marquetta comes in and does another speech. Yeah. That's a very <laughs> inside reference because they didn't let her talk. Yeah. And then she came back. I mean, listen. Hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that, that was a classic. Can you, I'm going to finish. I mean, listen. <laughs> I mean, listen, lads. That's a great thing to this say is... when you don't know what to say. Oh my god! I mean, we listen. Do it so much. We were saying. So this is what I was saying. Katie and I noticed that British people <gasps> keep not it pointing going. at me. They just go, not you. I know <laughs> the UK. Yeah, mm. not pointing at me. <laughs> not from the UK, are you? No, I'm Irish. But they keep it going. 
They keep it and going Irish with questions. Do that they go like, I've done and blown it, haven't I? That it's just so much yeah. more. Engaged. I have a bit about that too, but it's such a great way to talk. My, I'm friend, taking little notes, aren't I? Um, it's so fun. My it's so friend inclusive. does it with stuff like he does exactly what I just did there. And it's all in terms of phrases. So he'll go, ah, sure, listen, sure, if we weren't laughing, we'd be crying, I suppose. We'll be going for lunch. <laughs> if we weren't alive, we'd be dead. Do you know what I mean? Sure, rolling stone, as they say. Anyways, listen, let's go I on. love it. Li- and listen, sure, look at this is it. That's the big one. Ah, sure, listen. Ah, sure, listen. This is it. Well, you know the man. Uh, and you just up- did it. Listen. Yeah, yeah sure, listen. This it's is it. It's like for people that feel anxiety. And that's how yeah. I tried to frame my bit. So the bit is, I'm not going to do the whole bit, but if someone says something that you don't know what to mm. say, like, this shirt makes me feel fat. And you just yeah. go, not your favorite, is it? Yeah, it's so much yeah. better. In America, we just go like, oh, you look great. Yeah, like, yeah, you don't yeah. know what to do. Stop it. You're a queen. Just, yeah. Yeah, just, just green light them. If, they, like, yeah. if they're like... Ah, uh, uh, look at your... Listen, sure, there are big problems in the world. Listen, you know? oh, this well, is if we weren't living, we'd be dead, wouldn't yeah. we? Yeah, sure, listen. If we weren't laughing, you'd be crying. These sure, are Oh, and another one, uh, Steve life. always says, um, uh, and it's his, his, it's his favorite one. It's great, sure. It's like, ah, sure, listen. Ten years' time, we'll all have new problems. And I love that, you That's know. Brilliant. Isn't it? And it's really, I, it's kind of lovely. When people are, when I'm stressed out, I go, mm-hmm. what were you worried about last week? Because whatever you're going through feels so And if it's the same vital. problem, you're like, well, then Pete's wrong. <laughs> oh, the same problem. It still hasn't. Well, that lion was about a week further away, but he's about to nip me. Oh, the problem has escalated. It's gotten worse within the week, Pete. That's it what's works, happened. It works when you're stressed about something we. Yes, 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 we. Yeah, that's quite Scottish. Small. Well, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't You've really taken me know. on the tour of, uh, uh, of, all of, of Europe. Of all of Europe. Yeah. <laughs> Today. Let's bring we, it to Honolulu. We went from Italy to Scotland and to back. British uh, and to Ireland. Um, and you were saying how much of the show is Oh, not that much of it. Yeah, I heard But you. also... W- the the few takes that you were asking earlier on. Yeah, that's right. With my R-D-O-P. And I think <gasps> we don't orgy. And I don't think... I love that sometimes you can watch the back of someone's head and still know what they're saying. You don't have to see their face and reaction. And in episode three, one of my favourite bits, and this is a testament to... Um, the I wrote it as one big, long, twisty, turny scenes where sisters, a lot of the time, I think with family or friends or people who know each other very well, you talk, un- like what we've done, we're going back now and we talk over and under each other and you bring stuff around Ashling, and you talk about three or four things You're in my writer's room right now where people would say, weren't they talking about this? Why do they start talking about this? Because that's what happens in real life. I would and say, you have go, you ever by the way, yeah, heard and, a conversation? What the fuck is going on? And here? you'll go, yeah, I know, like, it's, it's a big deal, but can you pass me that water? Yeah, of course. Okay, but like, the reason is, and for yeah. me, that's a tiny opportunity for a joke or naturalism or like, um, like someone just being... Uh, rather than going like, oh, I don't want to go to this thing tonight. I feel fat. Am I fat? Listen, I need to talk to you about something else. Yes. And you, that all happens in couples and relationships. And so there's this one scene in three that's the two sisters weaving, chat together and moving and they have to get their day started. And the camera kind of follows us around in and out. And it's, I really, it's what I kind of fell in love with my DOP a little bit because it, it, it's all, it's mostly one take. Mm-hmm. And you get to have, you're basically using a performance Sharon and I found together, Sharon Horgan from Catastrophe. Um, And so our reactions are definitely to each other and what we did in that scene, Mm. rather than the best versions of each when we turn around or twist with each other. And and I I love, I I remember watching an episode of Arrested Development and I can't remember who the scene was with. It was with David Cross and someone else, but they just left it on a two shot, which for anyone who's not in the biz, (laughs) Why are you even alive? <laughs> um, Why are you 
And this why? is for Phil. I thought you were going to say, why are you in Toronto? Went, why are you even alive Live if you're not in show? You don't know what a two-shot is? It's a shot. Get this. But it's a shot with two, with two people, people in it. it. But it's, it's, it's most of their... It's most of their... It's a body in it, I suppose. So you're not up close to the ribals. Yeah. But it was just a scene in Arrested Development where it was left on the two of them. And I was like, oh, that's a real... And the same happened thing in, in Les Miserables where the cameraman left it on Anne Hathaway's face and he always, I watched a thing about him saying he, it's a testament to her take that we, they didn't need to cut into it loads, that you just left it on that performance. Yeah. And of course there might have been better moments or more tears there or another joke here or there, but to just leave it on something. Yep. Is how but most things was made. Yeah, yeah. And so when I was watching it from the first scene, I was like, I love this show. I could tell right away, I love this show. And here's a compliment I think you've never gotten, and you'll Uh-oh. never get again. No, don't worry. It's not going to be about you. Is that the face? Like you get uncomfortable when people compliment you directly? See, I like them, but it's I'm not, Irish, it's so not, yeah. I can't take them, but I like them. I understand. It's here's, like someone who's gluten intolerant, whose favorite food is sourdough or something like that. Ooh, you know, don't I'm finger like, it. Ah, reference, don't. reference, reference. <laughs> I also love the restraint to not do an insert of you putting your finger in the sourdough. Thank you very if much. If you want to watch this, I'll flood you with micro compliments that you've oh, never gotten. Do you know that the micro compliments mean, really mean a lot? Because so many of those moments are so thought out. So when people notice it, it's like when someone notices a well-picked brooch yes. in your outfit. That's one for all the brooch wearers out there, of course. <laughs> Relatable content for the brooch wearers. I love your brooch. And you're like, thank you. This is very specifically picked. Here it is. Please, Pete. Your sister. What's her name? She's wonderful. Sharon Horgan. Ca- catastrophe. catastrophe. Yes. So Sharon is walking past a co-worker who yes. is smoking. Yes. And she recognizes her. Yes. How do we shoot this? This is, this this is going to apply for everybody. Because if you don't make TV, you watch TV. Right? Yeah. So yeah. who cares? This is, pop, this is a pop conversation. Yeah. Here's how me, I'm going to make me the dum-dum. I shoot this scene. Mm-hmm. Well, let's start with a walk on Sharon. We're mm-hmm. walking with her so we can establish to the viewer that she's walking. Mm-hmm. Then we'll cut to the woman smoking. Mm-hmm. We'll have her recognize her, and then we'll cut back to Sharon. Mm-hmm. The way you open that scene, I don't know if you remember, is you're just on the woman smoking, and she notices that Sharon's walking. Like, that's how it starts. It's that's, all on her. And That's I'm like, a lot to do with Alex, the director, as well. well he so Alex Winkler, our it. director. And I think we both have the same sentiment in terms of what, what we... Why do it in three shots when you can do it in two one? Two in one. We all know what it's like to recognize someone on the street, but TV... Too many times is walking you in the hand going like, well, they won't know. Yeah, 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 they won't yeah, yeah. know. We knew immediately. Yeah. But that's this thing in the, in the opening scene is like, you know. Yeah. The, in fact, I wondered if there was a version. I, I'm glad you did it exactly how you did it. And that's 100% real. You didn't even have to say rehab. I knew. Yeah. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you know. you're just going like, well, there was a whirlpool on the, or a jacuzzi on the brochure. And I wish it had been nicer. And, and I'm like, this is rehab. I get it. Bad version of the scene. It's like. All right, uh, here's your here's your car keys back, and you can have yeah. chocolate again or whatever. And when you're like, I Fuck see off. stuff, uh, it's so I, I hate seeing like you have to establish like I hate reading the scripts where people established things in a really explaining way that would never happen in real life. And the more specificity there is, for example, oh god, and like, hey bro, what's up, big sis? And I'm like, I'm dead. No one speaks to each other like that. I'm dead. And, and also going, and this is exactly like the time that mom told you to go down the street to the thing and 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 the thing. And you're like, actually, I've, brothers and sisters don't do that. They go, well, this is bloody Bottlegate again, isn't it? 
And then unless you have another character coming in going, what's Bottlegate? Oh, one time she had a bottle in the car and right. it was just too many bottles in the car. Whatever it right, was. Right, right. <laughs> you, you can really see the genius and progress here, guys. But as in like... This is a brooch. Brothers, I love and, this. brothers and sisters, I think there's stories in all of our families and relationships that are so specific and small and they're almost, they mean nothing to someone else. Ash. And they're the loveliest old jokes. But actually, if you don't even explain them, another family will get them because everyone has a version of... Bottlegate. Bottlegate, yeah. Everyone has a like thing that happened in just your house between the two of you. Karate kicks. And, but yeah. that's our job is to pay attention to how actual communication happens. Yeah. Now, I notice not every, not every show is going for natural. And I like no, te- nor does it have to, but that's what I like watching. But I, I like watching it too because yeah. I've been teasing the morning show a lot lately. And the, on mm. the morning show, they do a lot of what you're talking about. They're like, this is that time where the thing and, the, and they explain mm. it. And that's fine. Maybe it's more of like, I haven't seen West Wing, but it's more of a procedural. I, I'm giving yeah, it some yeah, grace. Yeah, 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 I really yeah. am because it's I not that. I haven't seen it. So, but yeah. what I lean towards is mm-hmm. stuff like that. So in the script that I'm writing right now, there's a character you meet his brother. Mm-hmm. And you're tempted yeah. as a writer yeah. to be like, you guys realize my brother is gay, right? But you yeah, wouldn't yeah, say yeah, that because yeah, 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 yeah. we're at a strip club. You'd go, yeah, yeah, you realize yeah, yeah, yeah. Brent is gay. Yeah, you yeah, say, yeah, Brent, yeah. Why, would you, why would you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then four, four couplets later, of yeah. dialogue later, someone says. Also, we don't need to know now that he's your brother. That's right. Like, it's fine. It's we'll two get pages it. later, yeah, someone yeah, yeah, yeah. says, your brother. And now you're like, oh, it's pleasant. I, I really like that in Transparent as well. I feel like they did, they they did a great job. They did that loads. They would never over explain who's the oldest who's the eldest blah 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 you just, you'd get it if you could just float around the universe as a yeah. ghost and I don't mean just to see titties and wangers mm-hmm. well though Pete I think we all know that's what you do for the first hundred years oh, I'm yeah. going to say you're going to do you this forever you would get jaded from that yeah, yeah after a while yeah. you're like oh. Moshe just did the <laughs> yeah. podcast yesterday and he was like at I Burning Man Moshe. when you first arrive you're so blown away by all the nudity mm. and he's like day two you're like yeah, yeah. Wrap so it that, up, guys. <laughs> so you're floating around. So let me just say, imagine if you could just uh, watch your neighbors have dinner. Yeah. Would you be like, wait, who, who is, is that? Brett yeah. is his brother. You'd just yeah, be yeah, like yeah. fascinated but trying to figure when you it get out. Into, like, I'm assuming, uh, hi, you're the producer of the podcast, but I still haven't asked you the man in the chair. Is. I just met and him. We've been here well, for we've, we've met once before. This is again Brad Pitt, who's in the corner, just writing loads of stuff. I he, assume ooh, he's got something to do. He's doing his diary. He might also be drawing me. I don't know what's going on. I said but diary it has calendar. Me to, ah, that's what it is. But um, yeah, I think that the way you get to know But it's people, like stand up. Yes, withhold, exactly. And withhold, then yeah. reveal. And reveal. And you also... What were you saying when you get to know people? But I, but I think that... No, 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 not at all. It's it's That's... You allow that audiences have time to get to know your characters or they'll see more from your act. They'll see as much. They'll kind of know who the person is from little things. And that's they'll right. get... And you don't have to do the explaining. What I, who taught you that? Just your taste? Yeah, I Just, don't know. Maybe I don't know if I learn, but I, I don't like. I, I mean, this. I, I feel sort of arrogant even saying like I don't. I don't know. It's just what I suppose that it, you do. As a, I, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I think it does actually. Yeah. People know more than you think. You know the way when you do a fir- like. I don't think there's any harm in a first draft where you go. You know that Brent is gay and da 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 da. And Brent's my brother. He's my second brother. Right. He's my youngest brother. We have to look after him tonight. And you write all that stuff down. Yes. And like when you do a story or an anecdote on stage for the first time. Yes. And someone listens in and you go, you know what? We sort of knew you were in France. We don't care that you were in France. You didn't need to know that you got there on the train. You're like, Ash. oh, interesting. And you're trying to work out in stand-up. And sometimes uh, what you think is a 15-minute story is four at best. Yeah. And then other times you're like, oh, there's loads more in that. 
And you're like, really? Is there? Yeah. Like, yeah, I want to know how the sister thing happened or I want to know how that happened. Yeah. You can get a whole 15 minute bit out of that. There's right. loads in it. Right. And that, so I suppose we are, and maybe both naturally editing and finding out. Yeah, you and in real time, find, you, you know when an audience is losing interest or that they don't need to hear as much because they literally stop laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's or, like writing in front of a fire. Yeah, You're exactly. writing on tissue paper in yeah, front of a fire yeah. and things keep yeah, burning up. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I'm afraid of people that don't do st- <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm not afraid. I can... Be, I can. Oh, what? Well, who even are they? Are they alive? <laughs> Why are they alive? Are you alive if you don't even turn your life into an- anecdotes to do in five-minute spots around town? <laughs> but writing on a tightrope, I think, does prepare you... If you're really paying attention mm. to it, to be a better book writer, better yeah. script writer, whatever it might be. So I'm not surprised. Also, I will say that Sharon uh, Horgan is my producer on the show as well. It's, mm. her, it's made with her production company. And Sharon does notes that will be like one sentence and fix everything. Oh, and wow. she's a big uh, cut the fat person. Mm. And it's really great to be around her. So her ability to just send Ugh. three notes over email and suddenly fix something, she's... But- brilliant at that she can I, really work out what's fluff and what's fun you know and like little I, details i'm in love with everything you're saying yeah so but, she's brilliant so, so in terms te- of that i'm like i have a lot of support with that or just people who have the same sense of humor and tone and both of us like i remember we were writing a film together once before and i put in a little detail detail and i remember i just put it in as a detail but she really liked it and it taught me that that is actually I've learned a lot from working with Sharon over the last decade we've done so many things together um, and that I tend to do like the accordion expanded and she tends to close it down if you know what I mean which is where the sound comes from um, and so it goes <laughs> it goes both ways and yeah. I'm like yeah. <laughs> Like, I think we might have to learn how to play this. Like, yeah. um, the funnier sound is the breathing in of the yeah. accordion. <laughs> oh, my dad's crying. He just started singing an Irish ditty. Oh, my God. But, um, I remember we were writing a movie and I was writing this 16-year-old character who was getting ready really fast. And she was like, um, uh, like quite into her sexuality as a 16-year-old. And she was packing and throwing loads of stuff into her bag, except for her bra, like the one good bra she had. And that she got a load of toilet roll and wrapped it around her bra. And that was like her precious thing. Like that was her luxury item. Oh, so wow. she, was, she put that into the suitcase with a lot of detail. And Sharon was like, I love that. And I just hadn't thought that that, but I was like, oh, it, it just shows you how you can get a lot know who a character is or what their joke is by just a little moment like that you can get like oh that person has one bra that they really like and they'll really treat that with care but they might feck in their like I didn't feck their stuff into the shoes and everything else and like medication just but the bra will be given a sort of sense of you know respect it tells me a lot Tells us a lot about our character. But there, here, this is a direct compliment, so forgive me. But there's a moment. So when I was doing Crashing, there were moments where I had to be alone in a bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. And you just have it. Because I love those downbeats where yeah. you see that they're feeling something. Yeah. You had one of those moments in the first episode. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're in front of the mirror. Mm-hmm. And you don't look in the mirror. Mm. You, let's not overthink this because you're trying to be an actor and be on your instincts and stuff. But mm-hmm. I just want to compliment the restraint. To not look yourself yeah. dead in the eye in the mirror because you're having a panic attack. Yeah, you don't Who want to. Who looks in the mirror yeah, when, when they can't it. handle themselves? Yeah. And then you crumbled and I, I covered my face. I watched it right there alone. And it gave me like an animal concern where I was like huddling up 
feeling so much for you. You haven't told me anything. I don't know why you're having these panics. It's all nuance and restraint. And but you brilliant. know what's interesting about when the show came those out? Those are hard to do. A lot of... There's a sound eh, guy in the room. Yes. Yeah, there's a sound guy in the room. And that sort of stuff when you're acting is a bit to convey like loneliness and no one watching when there is a camera and to get yourself into that headspace as an actor when there's like, okay, we've got 15 minutes, guys. John, will you set up the shit? La, 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 yeah. And you're trying to... What I find personally is, and that's maybe the craft of acting is, you can't it's not it's everyone's job so lighting is important and the camera is important and shooting it is important and all that kind of stuff and how do you find your little moment of space without being a diva and sometimes it's just asking like oh in the next like 10 minutes would we have a quieter set where people aren't joking as much and we had a really fun set but i'm like just in this scenario can we try to not be too jokey over yeah. the next 15 minutes yeah and that's just for me and then i go off into my little corner i normally put my headphones on with some music just so i'm in that space and you're trying not to be a wanker getting anyone else's way of them doing their job and um, because everyone has to do but i think in those moments i i actually remember because i've spent most of my career playing like smaller side characters and it made me think i remember one time an actor getting a bit ratty with myself and a, another person who were chatting lots and having a laugh and i lo- looked back with a lot more sympathy to them now knowing that we were being like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh God, you know, we're just having a laugh in the corner. But I'm like, oh no, there we sort of had to respect the mood for 15 minutes. Mm. And we were probably getting in the way of that actor trying to do his performance. Yeah. And it was a little bit, uh, I mean, there is a word for maybe rude, but just not empathetic to what they just needed in that moment. Yeah. But also it's up to you then in that moment as well to learn a way of going, lads in air or to the person in charge, go, hey, can we just create a little bit of a quiet environment for this? And then when it's done, we'll break it. We'll all go, high five, everyone. Great day. Goodbye. Yeah. But how to do that without doing a full Christian bail? Because in those moments, you know, there's literally a camera on you and you do need to remember what it's like to be sad and to do it truthfully. Yeah. And, and to pretend you're on your own and no one can see you or, you know, and it's such, so embarrassing sometimes yeah. to act you know yeah. you're pretending to be a, I don't know a dragon slayer or whatever it is and you can't it's hard to go from one thing to another very quickly everyone listening can't believe you said it first because whenever we're talking about acting I'm like it's your job to not be embarrassed yeah I had to yeah. explain to two guys that we were making something and I was and they hadn't really acted before and I was yeah. like the whole job is just not being embarrassed yeah that everyone yeah. knows you're faking yeah but especially when you're alone I don't know if you've ever I'm sure you have when you really are alone Mm-hmm. Your job as an actor is you go, oh, that's how I am when I'm alone. Yeah, yeah you know what yeah, I mean. You're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even turning towards the camera. See, that's what. Yeah. When you're finding your light or your angle, when I see actors that are just like being yeah. in the scene, and that's not the worried. craft of it, I suppose. In a sense of knowing, at some point, it's fine if you're doing a brilliant performance, but you also need to be lit. Because especially once we get to the edit, if we can't see you, we can't use the tape. Right. So stuff like that when you're doing quite an intense scene can be really like uh, those things can it can take you out of it momentarily if like oh my god I remember I was doing this drama and it's on Hulu actually it was called Hard Son and it didn't go again but it was about like uh, it's not about a, 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 your child getting an erection it's about um, the son bumpy is, car ride yeah. Bill <laughs> Ooh, it looks like it got a hard son wow. there wow let's put a, put a flag on it oh. you got some ice for your hard son um, some ice some I don't know isn't that what you put on boners when they're I don't know in nursing homes apparently the nurses go around with a cold spoon and just a whack of the tip of the knob and down he goes <laughs> you need to tell that again yeah, every yeah. day of your life. So a it's whack just like a little, little 
And there you go, sir. And they're like, thank you, I was embarrassed. Um, for a little rogue boner when they're trying to, you know, get stuff dead. Apparently that's what the nurses do. Oh my God. You heard it here first. Um, what can they to be the knob? Next um, time I uh, lose my boner with Val, I'll just be like, somebody just whacked my knob with a cold spoon. Yeah. And just say, <laughs> but I haven't be. listened to the podcast in a long time. You know when I'm they say like someone just walked over my grave? Like that yeah. feeling. It'll just be that. got cold spooned. I think I just had a ghost whack at the tip of my knob. Um, <laughs> and then someone goes, you were hard before this? Hard? You're like, yeah, sorry, I didn't want to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I really enjoyed that sandwich. Oh my God. Um, but uh, what were we talking about there? I just started thinking about the, the, the guy that you hook up with in the pilot. And when you meet him, ugh, God, I can't. Oh, yeah. I just can't stand bad introductions of characters. It's so brief. You're leaving rehab and you wave at somebody. But how it's shot, how it's performed, and then he comes in later. I can just feel somebody giving doing that poorly and just being like, he should come up and give you a plant and be like, can't leave I without old Fernie. Yeah, yeah. It was fun being your roommate. <laughs> this is what I was going to say. You're teaching English as a second language, mm-hmm. right? Am I right? Yeah. What if yeah. I was wrong? Because I was going to say, like, you never say Imagine, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's my point is we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. <laughs> so much writing is just like, well, okay, so I will tease the morning show. They're always telling you what they are. They're just like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, a hard yeah. brass reporter. You uh, expect me to keep my mouth shut? I'm yeah. like, you could have just cut to her and known that yeah. every episode has already established that. I don't want to shit on the morning show too much. I am enjoying it. Yeah, and you can still enjoy something. Do you know what I mean? I enjoy it, but I, I have notes. Yeah, you have notes. And you know what? They're doing fine, and my show was canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Was it? Oh, no. Oh, I didn't know that piece, but it's so good. Thank you, cheers. How, was it two series you did, though? Three? Mm. I mean, to be honest... That's the German three. I think that's enough for anybody to oh, have. Oh, can I tell you what old But I Adam feel like McKay new said. piece, you know, crashing maybe represented a time of your life, New York, stand-up, and now you're a... Da- like, I think maybe your new time. show... It was time. I think three series isn't almost cancelled. It's like, for me, that's the ideal amount. Speed agree. When I told Adam McKay, because I did a podcast with Adam McKay the day mm-hmm. it was canceled, and, mm-hmm. and I was like, I just today found out the show is canceled, and he Ooh. went, I'm sorry. And he went, how many seasons do you go? I go, three. He goes, then I'm not sorry. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. Isn't it more, what at a that gift. point, it's almost like the, if you know a relationship's ending, and they get to end it first. It's your ego. You're like, oh, of course I knew it was ending. I just didn't want to be dropped. Yeah. You know, so it's not, it's like, oh, there's a world where they could have had a discussion going, hey, Pete, should we do a fourth? And you're like... Maybe, I suppose, but maybe not. I needed them to, to end it, too. Yeah, because it, it, it's hard when you've been grafting for a, a long time to Irish ever turn thing. down um, well, to turn down opportunities, to turn down work, to turn down money. You're like, oh, we better keep going with this because who am I to stop something that pays bills Right. after such a hard graft to get to there? Right. And then creatively, sometimes you're like, yeah, actually, that's, that's enough. Even the same with relationships to go, oh, my God, we were so important to each other and we really loved and looked after each other for this period but it doesn't have to keep going or a friendship. Right. Well, that's, you know, going, we were great for that summer and we really needed it. We were two lonely people who moved to a city at the same time. But we also were what we were necessary for. I remember yeah. having that with someone I was going out with. I was going out with them just after they had a divorce and, and they were going out. I was going out. They were going at me when I was going through a bit of a, oh, I just started kind of stand up and I felt really vulnerable with it. And he thought I was really funny and would come to gigs with me. And... 
It's not like it's an ego boost, but I I think I was like a joyful person in his life after him being sad for quite a while. And he was really supportive. Mm. And when you're starting stand-up, it was so scary to turn your personality into a It's like going through a divorce with your regular life. Yes, you know, (laughs) and it was like a real... It was a regular... Like I'd, uh, you know, to start the the shocking nature of dying on your ass and someone actually turning up who you're like, (sighs) oh, they'll make me feel funny if I'm there. And then after a year, I'd sort of... It's almost like we both had very lovingly not we we didn't need each other anymore yeah. and there was neither of us were using each other and we literally had a new year's eve party together and then the next day went for I remember like we had sex a roast dinner um not at the same time because I don't like cleaning up stains in the bedroom. Um that's where's it gone? I don't want to know where the potato's gone. I hope you're about to eat that carrot, boy, because that's where the fun stops. No, I will say gravy on the boobs. Okay, let's try it once. But wait till it cools down, please. Greg, his name wasn't Greg. Is it flour-based? Come on. Um, (laughs) But you better lick every inch of it off, because I don't feel like getting up and a shower. (laughs) I have a busy New Year's Day. I'm going around visiting babies. Oh, my God. And but I we, can't have them smelling a little bit of gravy. <laughs> Near my boobs. You just, know they'll think the diner's open. Just on the trunk of my body. <laughs> That's a callback. Um, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, welcome. Full circle. But we, on we then Day. broke up really lovingly. And and I think we both like to get through your first Christmas after a divorce is really hard and families and new things and I also for me getting through I'm not a Christmas person and sort of having someone to text and spend New Year's Eve with and have to kiss on when the, yes. the, the and the next day we were like oh I think we're I think we're done and it was so and we're still friends and of course it was a Can tricky period afterwards but it was like we're not really in each other's lives too much anymore but God he's so proud of me and my show I was so proud of some of the stuff he's done recently and we were just like Hey, remember like a few years ago, oh man, it's so nice to see you succeeding. He's married with kids, we've all moved on. And it's really... And it was Russell Crowe? Yeah. And I was like, I'm so, I don't think you can sing, but there you were giving it a go in Les Mis. For me, I could could have been edited out. There's a version of explaining in musicals. I'm always a bit, do you know what it is about me in musicals? Mostly I like them, but I'm always, I like them when they're like, hey, there's a drum beat and now you know we're going to start a song. I hate when they sneakily go into a fucking song. Yeah, sure. You know when they're like, oh, I'm going to sit on this chair. This chair where my father, excuse me. (laughs) My father would sit there, of course, as a young man. As a young man, he'd sit there. But hey, I'm digressing. I don't want to talk about it now. I'm like, are you going to start a song or are you not? But don't lure me in. Because if you're going to start a song, I can go outside and get a cup of tea and come back in for the rest of the plot. But if you're going to cheekily go in and out of one, then I don't know where I stand and I feel lied to. So I enjoy when it's like, pam, 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 pam. The my father sat in a chair. My father sat in a pom, pom you mean chair. That? You, know. you mean that chair? <laughs> you mean that chair? He means that chair. He means that chair. Really, really, really I feel chair. like musicals know that now. Oh, good. They, I'm on to A them. modern musical has figured out that note. Yeah. They're T- just like, Tell us or don't, but I don't like any middle ground. I don't yeah. like 
No Man's Land. I understand. Are we singing? Are we talking? What's going on? There's something about, I know you made this correlation, but it's exactly right. Like the way that the British office was two seasons and then they're like, we know when to end it and it doesn't mean it's a failure. Yeah. And in America, we're like, if it's still making money, you always need to yeah. do it. And in a relationship, it seems like maybe not just in America. But if we it's still like, get on, why would we not turn this right, into forever? Right. My whole life, I've said this a million, and I'll say it a million more. It's valuable. Mm -hmm. I thought to break up with somebody, you had to hate them. And yeah, then you just said yeah, yeah, brilliantly yeah. what I've always tried to communicate, which is like, why, why is it so nasty to be like, you were divorced. Mm. I was a stand-up open micer. And we loved and we loved each other during that period. We really loved each other. And yeah. of course, there are moments when you really we loved each other and you start thinking about a potential future. But there was a common feeling, which doesn't always happen at the same time. And like, I feel very lucky we came to that common feeling. Like, oh, we don't need each other anymore. And yeah. it's okay to have needed and serviced each other in a way. Yeah. Um, in uh, We gravied each other. We gravied each other. You know, we were each other's... <laughs> You know, hey, you don't like that potato, and I'm not a big fan of broccoli. Let's switch it up. Um, Jack Spratt and his wife. Do you know that poem? He would eat no fat. His, his wife, wife would eat no lean. And so betwixt the two of them, Peter, uh, they... they licked the platter clean. Oh, Platters of euphemism from my puss puss. Am I joking? <laughs> Get, oh, that's a funny scene. Get to the platter, Yeah, yeah, love. yeah. Get to the platter. Make your way to the platter. Lick my platter clean, Mr. Spratt. <laughs> That's a fairy story that hasn't been adapted yet. <laughs> Jack Spratt and his wife. That's the, that the like porny one for people who are into kind of I little poems and riddles. Are you in a relationship now? I don't. Uh, people want to know. People want to know. They're clearly listening to this going, I've got I'm a just... bowl full of gravy that I'm ready to pour. <laughs> I'm um, curious because it's not just for the, oh, what a titillating question for the listeners. Yes. I'm just like, you're killing it. How's the rest of your life? Oh, ter I'm only joking. Do you know what? <laughs> I've, I've decided to stop talking about it a little bit. Oh, that's fine. You can tell yeah. me uh, how are you balancing life balancing and success? Things. Yes, because there's a, and I'm sure you have this with your life as well. What sort of things at different times in your life do you protect? What do you not? Do you know what I mean? And that's very personal for each person. Some people are so, like my mother and my brother-in-law, don't mind being talked about at all on stage. They yeah. don't. Sister, not a big fan of it. Ooh. Not, not, not like, stop it, but just like, it wouldn't be her ideal thing. Yeah. And, and I love talking about her on stage. So, <laughs> so I often like have to run bits by Is this her. the sister that the show's about? Uh, the show isn't about, no, the show's not about me and my sister. The show's yeah. like a fictional piece which weaves in bits of my life. But I also think sometimes if you start pulling out bits, you undo the work. Like it's crafted to make a, f a fictional piece. And also sometimes something you find interesting that might be true is more interesting if you add something that's not true. So you don't want to start saying the grain of that is that didn't happen that way. You know, that yeah, sort of thing. You're fine. So to allow it to be fiction. Yeah. Um, uh, what about the old peniatiques? Peniatiques. Panic attacks. Is oh, peniatiques. God, I was like, is that tiny penises i was really Pen like well you got to get that oh. cold spoon ready if you're having a peniatique oh uh, whip at the tip of the knob whip at the tip uh, that's also how we say good morning in ireland <laughs> i'll whip at the tip of the knob to you sir <laughs> um, that's what a dublin is yeah <laughs> she gave me a dublin <laughs> <laughs> that spoon was mighty chilly um uh on that note irish car bombs america really come on 
Yeah. Still can't believe that, that that's an actual drink. Also, the potato famine is referred to with the casualty of yeah, yeah, nobody yeah, gives yeah. a shit about yeah, starving, yeah, yeah, yeah. starving people. Yeah, it's like, why? Like, um, we've gotten wise, like, don't do, like, Ethiopian jokes. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was, like, yeah, a, yeah. a thing for mm-hmm. 30 years. I mean, that was so recent as well. Like, I know. Like, the Irish famine was, you know, I do think there's a certain amount of, like, that famine was in the 1840s. Sure. You know, too soon. Like, you know. Um, but, but it's more the lack of knowledge about it, which is like a lot of people would call it a genocide rather. Right. Like it was an obliteration of right. half the population of Ireland. And it's still never gotten back to its... Uh, there was 8 million people in Ireland before the famine. It went down to three after it. And a lot of America was built from the old uh, skinny malinks who came over on the boats. Yeah. Probably one of your ancestors, Pete. Probably. You know? Although we're always finding out we're not as Irish as we'd like to be. Oh. We, people love the Irish. God. Oh my God, they do. They're my father, to make a we connection. sing the Chora Laura Laura. We, I yeah, mean, like, yeah, we do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we love it. And then my dad does 23andMe and he's like, I think I'm British. Oh, do you know, I'm like, like 96% Irish. I would do that. Wow. And also, You're like it could be a new, uh, you know, in, in Iceland, there's an app to make sure you're not dating your cousin. So it's like Tinder, but like, oh God, you know, Greg's actually my cousin. Let's and not have our wedge children. are really beautiful in Iceland? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget yeah, the yeah. app. Yeah, forget the app. Just here go. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Put down that app. No chance here. And you would be a bit like... How much of um yeah? When you say you're a cousin, like how bad would it be if we yeah. hooked up? Like oh what? What are we talking? God. Like a web finger? You um, are fun. But twenty three and me, I keep on getting these emails going. You have a cousin, and it is like an odd, like dating app in a sense where they're like, "Do you want to meet a cousin? They're six away from you. Probably wouldn't be that bad." Oh my geez. There's always like some cousin trying to get in touch with you from like spitting in a tube. It's a pervy thing, mm. and I need it. And there's also weird things you can find out about it from like one of the things I have is I'm not likely to find cilantro a soapy taste. Wait, that's a thing? Yeah, that's a genetic thing. Oh, it's genetic. When some people eat cilantro or I think uh, I'm one of them, coriander, but I eat it. as we say in the UK and Ireland. <gasps> yeah, he is. A four leaf coriander? <laughs> Very easy to find. That's why so many. I'm the luckiest man alive! That's why so many Mexican people are so lucky because they always are eating cilantro. That's right. A uh, big part of salsa. Uh, but some people genetically just taste. Yeah. Uh, they taste soap when Which they is put good it. If yeah. You just swore in front of your mother. Go and eat some. Cilantro. Yeah, cilantro. you go and wash your mouth out with cilantro. In this family, that's what we do because of our genes. And it's also very healthy. Yeah, very healthy. Um, so yeah, four leaf cilantros. But that's the sort of stuff you can find. Sorry, my skirt is getting. I think I'm actually expanding as I sit here, and I've had to properly pull it right up around my waist, and then cover myself with a blanket just to make sure that. I respect the fact that you're a married gentleman and I'm in someone else's home. Brad Pitt over there, of course, looking me up and down and dressing me with the back of his head. I haven't looked at me yet. That is a very funny line. If there's a woman who's just not looking great and she's like, see, he's undressing me with the back of his head. Back of his head. And you're like, I can tell he is. All right, right. Irene. Of course I am, Irene. If that's what makes your self-esteem grow today, then I am. Um, but yeah, where did we get two people? You remind me of John Mulaney. It's weird. It's funny. I wonder if anyone looks wise. Yeah, looks wise. Okay, I'll take that. He's no, a handsome guy. It's a good compliment. Okay, I he's think. brilliant. I'm complimenting my compliment. He's great. Uh, <laughs> it's a good compliment. Yeah, it's a good compliment. Oh my god, my compliment. I like is telling amazing. people I'm giving you a good compliment. Oh yeah. Yeah, because it's it's true. What were we talking? It about? sort of it also gives a bit of space. For the compliment because it gets me ready. I'm like, yeah. okay, Ashling, learn how to take it. If you just it's throw like it at me, a present. 
Yeah, even though I will say, America, wrapping paper, most of it is not recyclable. Stop wrapping your gifts. Ooh. Most wrapping paper is non-recyclable, just the way coffee cups aren't recyclable. They've got a lot of glitter on it. Glitter is tiny plastic particles. Stop it. I've heard glitter's bad. Glitter is real bad. They shouldn't have it in schools. They shouldn't have it at Halloweens. Let's, guys, we don't need to, we can sparkle from the inside using our personalities. (laughs) But it is like tiny bits. It never biodegrades. Same with wrapping paper, all of that waste over Christmas. So use a newspaper. Why don't you get creative with some stamps? Use some old paper that you've got before. Little bags, boxes, reusable things. Sure. But the amount of it. That's a lot. And it's all not getting recycled and we got to wake up. I know it's nice, but sometimes we've, we've ruined the world with our, nice, with our want for nice things. Yeah. But I want nice things. Yeah, but your children won't have land to live on. <laughs> and that's not a nice thing. So stop wrapping their gifts. Oh, my Jesus. And that's There's a moment my in the show. Bit woman, done, a woman in a big high horse. <laughs> I decided, well, the horse needs pastures. Mm-hmm. You... There's a moment in the show where you throw out your thing and then you go oh, back and recycle, recycle it. Recycle it. I yeah. love things like that. Oh, thanks. I love things like that. So your character is I like know. you and loves recycling. And the toothbrush in that scene is a bamboo toothbrush. Mm, and look carefully. Black. I thought it was maybe a lady product, but then you put it in. No, a, it's a it's a bamboo toothbrush. Why is there a black brush? They have like little black um, bristles on them. And is that a bit you had done in life, or did you write it for the show? Because uh, you black. Oh, out your do teeth you know what? I yeah, I I was trying to make someone laugh. With the two, and I, and I, 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 I was like, and, and also that song I find quite, it's, it's a song that's, um, if I just love the, it's a song, I can't remember who it's by, but it's like, I'm sorry, I'm not the most pretty, I'll never <laughs> ever sing like Whitney. And I just love that it suddenly breaks into, ooh, <laughs> it's a high note for me with the hangover. Um, but it's that sort of, that just being, yeah. That, Are you hungover? Uh, mildly. What did you do? Last night it was, do you know Jason Manzukas? Hey, it's me, Jason. Jason. I, I tried. There's your hey, terrible Hey, invention. Ashley. Let's yeah. go to a bar. I mean, I don't know. If that's Let's go to a bar. It was his birthday a white, yesterday. A white shirt. Happy birthday, the Capricorn and great pal, Jason Manzukas. Uh. And I uh, just. Hey, thanks a lot. I don't think that's I don't great. Hear it. <laughs> I don't hear it. I don't hear it either. Either. Worse. God, it re- I, I know he's from Boston, but you really. I can't hear it either. I can't hear it either. Can I eat some more chowder? Hey, how did this get made? Yeah. How did this get made? <laughs> that's, that's like me doing an impression of you going, well, what's me a Pete? Come on, me Pete, curious. American Pete. Here I am in my pure jars. And yet. Is that you? Do you think that's a good impression of you? Yet. You know, you're a man to me of. You're a man to me of. Do you want me to that's what you're That's what you're loading the money we have. Because it's part of you that is really underwater. Do you think that's. I think that's perfect. If this podcast is anything, it's a monument to how mistakes can lead to the best things in life. Like, leave it in. I did like anyone else. Do you mean leave it in as in like get someone pregnant? Leave it in. That mistakes can be good. Leave it in, guys. <laughs> I thought you meant like... Make a mistake. Make a mistake. <laughs> what I'm saying is any like like me in my teens would have yeah. been like, oh, I did a Jason Manzuka's impression. It was bad. 
Yeah, yeah, flat, yeah. And it was. It really and it was. was. <laughs> that was actually better. I like that you were trying, though. You thought, this is going to kill. And then you said, Hello? to my face, that's bad. <laughs> and you were right. But then it led to the best part. And that's the point of this show. And that's life, man. And that's life. That's, oh, Pete, Twinks. that's so cool. Twinks are milk cool. cool. That's cool. good. Cool. But that is Dublin, not Irish. Cool. So that is North, North Dublin. So that's like, have you seen The Commitments? Hmm? The Commitments, the is movie. It a movie. Yeah. Is it a movie? Is it a movie? Is it a movie? Oh, that's not bad. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, hello, Pete. Oh, hello. You know what your name is in Irish? Padder. Padder. Padder is the Irish for Pete. One time I'm in Dublin mm-hmm. and there's this hobo. That's, he- that's an American thing there, hobo. turn of phrase. One time I'm in Dublin. And you're like, one time, and then the, you use a past tense. One time I, I use a present tense. Oh, so you use tense agreement. You, you, goes, you go past tense present tense one time i'm in dublin yeah so yeah. I, one time i was in dublin i would say it makes it more urgent yeah oh oh i feel very I, i'm in dublin somebody call 911 <laughs> pete's got a story he's about to do oh whoa urgent okay so <laughs> this homeless person yeah comes up to me and my stupid american friends and we're all in college in ireland in ireland <laughs> jk and he starts speaking Rowling. in gaelic He's clearly out of his mind. Mm-hmm. And he starts speaking in Gaelic. And I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm like... Was it definitely Irish? We, we call it Irish, but people abroad call it Gaelic. Call it Gaelic. He was speaking their own language, yeah. Or he was making up something. Yeah. I mean, it could have been, but to my ear, it sounded like, like a language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could have been anything. Yeah. It sounded like Gaelic. I heard yeah. a slancha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Slancha <laughs> means kidding. cheers. Yeah, to your I'm JK. Help. Yeah, I worked at Bennigan's. I know what it means. God, thank God. We, we are so urgent. We do not have the time to say joking on this podcast. We have to use the abbreviations. JK. JK, <laughs> seriously. We do not have time. We're very oh, busy. God, Pete, just forget it's it. Thursday. We need to move on. We don't have on time. On this show, I'm like, okay, I need to draw the guest out and make them shine. And you've been <laughs> shining since you walked in the house. This could have been a 10-minute podcast. Since you There's- pulled your skirt up around your waist and said, the dryer made my crotch too tight i need a blanket pete i thought this girl <laughs> how, are, how is everyone not in- this is She's over a, she describes herself as a bit much this podcast is over <laughs> jk it could have been going. over <laughs> it's jk <laughs> all right okay so every time you person. say it i just want to say rowling you can okay you can also say this is very british mm-hmm. we can just start saying harry potter Oh, and that means JK. Yeah. That's, that's how far it's... Yeah, because yeah. they do... I never knew. So the Cockney rhyming slang, for anyone who doesn't know, Cockney CRS. is... Uh, yeah, big up to the CRS. Um, <laughs> they have... It's an area of London who have developed turns of phrases that mean things. And they, they kind of have a little journey. So they've traveled from another thing. So like... Um, Britney, Bunsen uh, burner, for example. Nice little earner. Nice little earner. Because Bunsen burner rhymes with nice little earner. So if you were to describe a job as, ooh, that's going to be a bit of a Bunsen burner. Or nice it, little earner. Pays a lot of bunts. Yeah, but bunts, exactly. Yeah. Um, so or Britney, Britney Spears, our beers. You know, you are you going to go for Britney Spears Britney. tonight? Are you just going to go for a couple of Britneys tonight? And yeah. but, but Britney Spears beers, and you go back all the way through. Yeah. And now, now there's a new one. A new one, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. What does that mean? JK Rowling. Or okay. you could say yeah. uh, Whiplash, JK Simmons. That's a very niche filmic. You know when I'm going to do that? <laughs> I would find when that I'm real, a real switch. Yeah, and yeah, even he yeah. would be like, "Well, that's a bit much." Uh, do I, don't, know, I don't know. If that's, I don't find that. I funny. don't know if that's right. I, I think uh, it's better than my Manzukas. It hey, is Harry Potter. But also, I wonder about <laughs> if at the end of the joke you'd also do a badum tish on the drums, badum tish, like he does in the movie because it's about drumming. <sighs> 
right. That paints me a picture I can really see. I'm in that. So I'm in. Mm-hmm. A, I'm in Dublin. You're and, in Dublin. And he comes uh, up man and starts coming up to man. you. Yeah. And we're young and stupid yeah. and American, and it's like at a bus stop, and he's just mm-hmm. like, he starts speaking in Irish, mm-hmm. and I go. Uh, sorry, <laughs> like I'm, I'm an American boy. I don't understand. <laughs> That's what I no, said. Yeah, I you go, were like. <laughs> It's a bit avalanche. <laughs> we are caught in a bit avalanche. I don't speak little Gaelic. I'm not telling my And then Jason Minzik comes on and he goes, I speak Gaelic and it's terrible. I said, uh, but I said it kind of like I was being a shit. I was sort of belittling mm. him. I was like, yeah, we, you we do when you're a teen. Yeah, you're not the shit. kindest people you know. Everyone's a cartoon. Right. Yeah. And I was trying to be funny to my friends. And I'm yeah, thinking, and you're doing he things doesn't in front speak of bravado. Yeah. So I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah. we don't understand you. Yeah. And it's like that. And then he looks at me, and I still remember his Santa Claus in the gutter face. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I understand you. And I was like, ah! Oh, it was like shit. the scariest, like, of course he speaks English, English. as well. Everyone in Ireland is at yes. least bilingual, if not just monolingual. Yes. Wow. They're Leonardo da Vinci's over there. And he's like, mamma mia, and that's the god of super acuerdo. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my painting, pretending that nothing is here. Oh, in fact, I'm going to draw that homeless man. Why is it Penelope Cruz? It's, oh, yeah, that did go Penelope Cruz. I'm going to draw that homeless man. Yeah. When I was doing the Captain Carreras mandolin, it was uh, one of my favorite roles today. Wow, that's very good. Is that not bad? That's pretty good. When mm. I was titling Tom Cruise. I, 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 Wasn't she married my to hair Tom Cruise? is the most beautiful thing you would ever see in your life. I love her hair. Oh, God, it's so silky and shiny. Women and love other women's oil. hair. Oh, and I, yeah. And I, it took me being married for a while to be like, mm-hmm. now I look at the hair. Yeah, good. That's yeah. where you're allowed look, Pete. Oh. Cheers. He said nothing about Mashi. It doesn't need a cut. And I, it's your dry. Hair? Yeah. Needs a cut, Pete. Does it? See, now you're doing an Irish thing going, Asher, listen, sure, we all need a haircut in our own way. That's what you could do there. Either your hair because, grows or it stops growing. Yeah, sure, listen, sure, if you didn't have hair, you'd be bald. <laughs> you know? And that's how you get out of actually answering me honestly about my hair. My sister's done this thing which some Americans do, and I've only cottoned onto it recently. She says, sure. And I only realise that doesn't mean yes and it doesn't mean no. So I'm like, Sinead, do you think I overreacted in that situation? Sure. And you're like, oh, it, it doesn't mean yes or it doesn't mean no, but it also means she doesn't have to get into it. I can just keep talking. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <sighs> and she's like, oh, Sinead, do you mind me doing this? Sure. Fine. You know, is yeah. it okay if I do that? Sure. It's like it doesn't a, mean I'm not annoyed, but it's fine. You know. Yeah, like, it's Ooh. a reluctant okay. Yes, but it also means sure. it, it, it also means we don't ha- where she's gotten out of having to go into it. It's a great way for someone who's like, I couldn't even be bothered talking about yeah, this, but sure. they'll need they'll need a reply. Sure. I hate sure. So do I. If I go, do you want to meet at what sure? I'm yeah. like, well. I hate when Americans think we say it twice. Sure, sure. To be sure, to be sure. Well, that's a thing? Yeah, that's a big like, oh, to be sure, to be sure. People think Irish oh, people do that. Oh, is that what we're saying? And we don't. Unless, I would only say that if I was like, we, oh, we locked the door to be sure. Should we check it again to be sure? Mm-hmm. Then I'd be like, oh, okay, That's to be sure, time. to be sure, you know, have we locked the door? To be doubly sure. To be sure, to be sure. It's a oh song that God, started. beautiful. Oh, my God. But at least you went into it. You didn't go, to be sure, to be sure. <laughs> and you're like, ah, he's done a song. You didn't even let me know. You hear the plucking of a violin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not exactly. the bowing. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. <gasps> to, to be, be sure, sure, to be sure. That's why we check the door. <laughs> like the, the, the door. I love that. Sometimes when I'm listening to music, I'll do the harmonies that ruin it. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, the yeah. The background singer that's um, like, if you think, 
And He's ruining think, it. I always think that I'm going to add to it, and then I'm like, oh, I was just a bit off. Yep. That's, love, that's what harmonies are. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, like, I, my, I had a friend who, um, our favorite thing was to, um, and this would be like an in-joke that I'd probably write into something at some point. We knew one bit of Blink 1A2 song, all the small things, and we loved harmonizing it together. And we could, we only knew the next end, like, she left me roses by the stairs, reminders of me know she cares. And we didn't know the rest of the song, but we, when we were bored with each other, we would just, she cares. what did I say? Reminders. Reminders, let me know she cares. That's your iPhone. But you know what as well? I believe more in what I say than the truth. Wow. As in, like, I believe reminders let me know someone cares rather than surprises. I'm like, no, that's, I'd be shocked. It's, I think the reason reminders, the lyrics... leaving little notes around going, honey, don't forget to do this. I'm like, oh, reminders let me know she Yeah, cares. but the roses on the stairs are a surprise. It's that's one true. of the worst lyrics of all time. She left and me I would roses say that on the to stairs. And, and actually, if I'm like, she left me roses on the stairs, reminders let me know she cares. You'd have to be like, oh, is this reminding me I'm a gardener? <laughs> like, what's, what is the, the roses you the reminder? You actually made of? it. You're trusting the listener more. You're saying, she left me roses by the stairs is part A. Yeah. Part B, she's also leaving reminders around. I'm yeah, taking yeah, it yeah, down yeah, the freeway, yeah. just going, that's how I felt about the roses on the stairs. But yeah. Like, There's also notes that say, recycling's on Tuesday. Or could the roses be like reminders, like, oh, I, I, actually, I do have to get my mother flowers for her birthday. I was, rem- I was reminded because my, the roses my partner are the left reminder. the roses up the stairs. Get these for And I'm mom. like, oh, that's a really great. You could have said on a post-it, but again, this is biodegradable. <laughs> what, a, what a great biodegradable reminder on the stairs. God, that, let me know, that lets me know she cares. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, how do you do it? I'll sing the the main part. Are you okay, okay. I, this I haven't done this in maybe fifteen years. Okay. She left me no, no, roses. Start, start, no, no, start I'm going by the, the stairs. Oh no, I can't catch up. <laughs> no, um, I have to start with all the. Oh small no, things. do you know? I just realized. Woo. So we can go into say it ain't so because I think that's the bit I have the harmony for. Oh, okay. So I'll do roses by the stairs. Then. Okay, so let's let's start from the start. All the small things, things two things. She left me roses by the stairs. Surprises, let me know she cares. Are you just copying me? Are you doing the original? Okay, let's go into the next bit. Say it ain't so. I will not go. Turn the lights on. Carry me home. Say it ain't so. I'm in your thrill. I'm in your now. Do you know what it is? I just realized my friend knows the harmony, not me. So I'm only knowing the main thing. So she's the one. And I haven't seen her in about 10 years. She was the one I went to university with. Let's call her. And I, I feel she won't be up now. She's probably in Ireland. And she's the one who knows the Oh, uh, my God in heaven. Oh, that's really disappointing. I thought I knew it. Let me see if I could come up with one. Say it ain't so. I will not go. Do, 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 do. This is where I get a bit peach and I'm like, surely we can work one out. And yeah. it's like, no, it's just awful to and listen to. Zookies. Yeah. We zooked it again. Oh, oh classic. Should Gosh. listen. Well, we could all be dead tomorrow. <laughs> if, if we don't live today, we'll be dead With tomorrow. any luck, we'll be dead tomorrow. So, um... Pete, talk to me. Well, I don't know how to say it, except you, I, your Wikipedia page doesn't have a lot of info. <laughs> except a, a one harrowing thing that was so sad about your, about your family. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I wonder if it would be valuable to talk about it. Not, not titillating... But Do you the, know what? Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I'm just I, ask I think not only because I've talked about it at great length. Have you? And yes, at this stage now. Um, uh, so just to summarize, 
two years ago, I wrote an article for The Guardian about my dad's death. Uh, he died from suicide and it sort of went uh, viral, for want of a better word. Okay. It's not a topic that lots of people talk about. I'm very, Which is why I wanted to talk. Yep. Yes, and I'm very open about talking about it. But some days, you're just a gal who doesn't feel like going into something. Which is and fun. even though you, I've put my stuff out there, and some people are like, well, you put it out there now. What I found doing press for the shows, which was interesting, this is different. We're at the start of our burgeoning friendship. It's different. <laughs> we've made some space. But what I found was interesting was journalists would be like, oh, we've got five minutes with you. I can just immediately ask you. And I'm like, well, a right. friend wouldn't do that. Right. And I was like, oh, I better answer all the time. I better always give them a story or right. a soundbite. And I realized, oh, you don't. And it could really ruin my day. Like yeah. it's, it can throw you off. And it's not to say you don't. Just because something's out there, it doesn't mean you always... Can I ask this? Yes, please. The correlation between... Uh, In the show... Some, what? Oh, was that? No, sorry. I was, I was. What were you going to say? I, oh, nothing. In you want to give me some money? Oh, no, no, no. I thought that's where this was going. Sorry. <laughs> I'm only joking. Wait, is that in the show? No, no, not that at all. I am. Um, I, uh, whatchamacallit. Um, yeah, I, I finished your thought with it, which is ridiculous. I was just wondering if you're so talented, do you think the suffering informs it or do you think that's a myth? Because. Uh, I think. I don't You're think you have to be depressed or sad to do things. Right. But I, I think... Uh, Did you learn to cope by being... Yeah, but I don't think it's a bad coping mechanism. I think some people do that, oh, the mask of the clown. I'm like, well, it's not, you know, shooting people. <laughs> it's right. kind of a good coping mechanism. No, I'm, I'm right mm. there in the, in the... And I also, with the... the show and with the article I wrote, one big thing I wanted to do was talk about the subjects without a maudlin energy about it. Mm. Um... And so where I've talked about before are, and sorry, Pete, other podcasts. I don't like that. I'm um, sorry. But also, do you know what it is? Let's cut them in here. When you like, let's, let's cut this here. Get her out of here. No, I mean, it. cut that part in here. Oh, uh, yeah. We can just copy and paste But we'll just have podcasts. me going, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Um, but I would say if you want to, if you've been affected by the subject uh, and are listening in, I've talked about it on a podcast called The Grief Cast. And you can find my article uh, on my Instagram page. And when stuff did like comedy that. start? That's that's what. Oh, when what? I was a little gal. Like I thought, yeah, I was the when? annoying kid. As in, <laughs> as in, like when did comedy start? Yeah. Oh, back in the Greek ages, I think they started turning. <laughs> um, when did when did comedy <laughs> oh start? Ashling, generally, um, yours. I I think I was always a funny kid, or a lot of the time annoying, learning how to harness that. Actual comedy. I was in a sketch group at university. Then went to drama school and decided I'd never be funny again. Came oh, out. really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I'd be doing like Medea, just like all the time. Medea? Just being, that's an ancient Greek play. God, Pete. I thought you meant Tyler Perry. <laughs> I consider those very harrowing dramas. <laughs> you know, Tyler Perry isn't that big a deal in the UK and Ireland. His movies aren't big there. And I'm like, wow, he's like one of the most famous people in America. Um, so got to get them over more. But um, uh, so... That's, that's a... That's its own. I don't know how to say that without sounding exclusionary. Mm-hmm. My mom doesn't know who Tyler Perry is. Is my point? Yeah, yeah. I suppose it's not, some things, I wouldn't say it's fully mainstream. But isn't some, isn't it some funny that something can miss like a place or even a musical act or something like that? Right. You're like, Do you not know who that person is? Right. Um, that feels so omnipresent to other people. For sure. Um. Uh. So. Um. Uh, yeah, and then when I came out, I started like writing a bunch, um, but then was still just a jobbing actor. And when I did, was doing actually a pilot of a show with Sharon, Sharon Horgan, another show that didn't that got cancelled after a series. And I'd sort of thought, God. And when when that was taking off, I was like, God, if I don't start stand up now or try it out, 
once this goes super global, this show, I'll never be able to be anonymous starting stand-up again. Turns out none of those things have ever or yet to happen. But I, um, I started gigging then. And actually, I, I feel like I started stand-up around the time when Bridesmaids dropped. And I genuinely feel like I owe a debt to everyone who made Bridesmaids because that was such a big, and I you might not realise it, but around the world going, oh, women are not just funny they can be a bi- a good business decision oh wow if women on the front of something isn't going to be niche uh we are it's a time when we it it, it draws an audience it'll draw more people for right. more money with spending and cash to a cinema to a show there there's a, a want for the voices uh to hear more stories not just by women but by men the diversity of voices and who you listen to and who you talk to and i really kind of hit stand up at the crest of the wave then but it was such a shock to me because i was on tv within my first year of stand up and it really gave me imposter syndrome for quite a long time to mm. because i with with acting i'd been grafting away at it for so long so i appreciate the graft we all do we all appreciate you know i'm so happy for that person they've been going for a long time they finally got a break for someone to to be just broken quite quickly I felt that and I, I bet no one was bloody thinking it but I I was thinking I was so aware like oh, what will people think mm. what will people think um, and also just not not having the time to anonymously develop your stories or just f- um, feck up and you know like so much of my material was online so early in my career mm. and that's one thing I was like oh god to just the turnover of new stuff and to be able to to be able to do a story for like two years on the circuit and learn your voice is so nice. So to know so many people had heard so much of my stuff so early was like um uh quite a a tough maybe not a tough thing, tough is but the wrong word. But no, I, you don't want to grow in front of everybody's Yeah, eyeballs. it was a little bit of that. And also an innate incredible gratitude that there I was getting paid very early on in my career as a stand-up and but like I I also knew what it was like to be an out-of-work actor and do loads of acting work for free and I definitely have yeah I was so lucky that when I was I didn't have to do like um I did when I was an actor I had to hand out things at tube stops and do all those kind of like Mm. weird odd jobs but as a stand-up I didn't quite quickly within my first year I'm missing why I did this uh, newcomers competition and like no woman had won it in 20 years and I sort of won this competition and that what just... What do you mean sort of? I won, won it, it, won it and... Um, I caught you being Irish. Uh-oh. <laughs> and then I just got like a TV spot and quite a big like TV thing mm. on, on doing stand-up on TV within that year and that just means bookings and your name suddenly you get booked for gigs and middle spots and comedy pays in the UK mm. doesn't really in America um, you know there isn't like you have to tour or go on tour to make cash here but like gigs pay regularly all the American comics who come to London they're like what you're giving me money yeah but what why and you're like I'm not just paid in sort of like a bud light yeah um, and so yeah to be earning felt sort of like I felt guilty about it wow. but it was yeah but and, but it was also the world just sort of changed in a year as in with for bridesmaids I genuinely think suddenly people were interested going whoa women we gotta check these guys out <laughs> um, but like in a real marketable way not as a, like you are the you're the you're a to- you're like oh you are you can make money for us and that's the way thing people are realizing that now this isn't a niche this is a right. this is a whole it's a it's a good marketing decision yeah to hear these voices you oh, know fun. yeah just changing the so yeah so that's kind of my comedy story it's only now i think in the last year or two i feel like like i'm all, like i'm still dying on my arse but it doesn't hit the sides as much i'm like you know what i think i do know what i'm doing and i don't need to um 
like I love doing stand up. I, I gave every week, but I don't feel the like, oh my god, am I still even a stand up if I go two or three? Like when I was editing and making the show, like this summer, I I didn't gig that much at all. We call it you call it doing shows. We call it gigging and um. In yeah, when you say that, I'm like, you mean a full weekend or you just mean a night? No, no, just a, sh- a spot at a uh-huh, show is just uh-huh, doing a gig. Uh-huh. Um, so quite similar to, I suppose, music terminology. Um, and I'd, I'd be like, oh my God, what what will people say? Will they think, do you still do stand-up? Are you still a stand-up because you're acting? And I don't give a shit if people think that or not anymore. Whereas before, I was like, got to earn my stripes, got to have the badge. Where I'm like, yes, yeah. I did five. Here's pictures from them. You see, I'm yeah. still doing it. Like, yeah. you know, I think that with stand up, it's all, it, there's a lot more of a like, you really respect the graft and the craft of it. Mm. Like, we all do with each other. I love watching other people do stand up, the graft, the craft, the background. We're all um, uh, working on each other's jokes and helping each other. I love the community of stand up. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite things is just being backstage. Mm. Like, when you're five or six people at a show, and you just get to talk to each other and yeah that's love i love that i love that yeah too. it's my favorite thing in the world that that gets me out of like a funk there's this one gig in london called old rope i'm not sure if you've gigged much in um, london but it's like a new material gig but for professional stand-ups so it's not like an open mic night it's new material so everyone there is established in some way but we're all still doing our hey <laughs> who wants to deal with baguettes no you're right that doesn't work um <laughs> and uh, i actually have a bit about baguettes oh well peace looks like we're not going to be able to be on the same bill together when we do our corporate uh, bread hosting award, um, uh, like I'm next year's host. Pete already did that bit last year about the baguettes. Oh God, he scorched baguette. <laughs> scorched baguette. It's over. Scorched baguette policy. Yes. for that material. But um, I lo- sometimes when I'm in a little bit of a funk to go and create and the mess of it, and for it not to be that much important, it's not a career changer. And you were all sitting around going, oh, I love that bit. Do you know what you could do? You could end it on something about a croissant. You're like, ah, okay, yeah, great. And that that messy bit is still the bit that's not about career. It's not about, ooh, who's in the audience? Who might spot? Like, it's not about ambition. It's about pure creativity and community in those moments. And I love that. I love that. I do too. I'm touring right now and it's it's Mm. sort of, it's a club tour. And it's me and Laura Bites. And we're just hanging out, doing stand-up. And there's no thought of deal or yeah. filming it or yeah, you're just yeah, doing stand-up yeah, just, oh it's the nicest thing it's really bringing me back like yeah. I, I said a couple times I was like I did a show about stand-up and now I'm just doing stand-up and yeah. it reminds yeah, you yeah, 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 oh yeah. right I did a show about stand-up because I just love doing stand-up yeah that's what I did so in New York nice. when I was sometimes um, like my agent would be like can you stop burning yourself out because when I was doing Living With Yourself in New York I was writing this way up in the evenings but like at the weekends I had to do stand-up I had to do something that was still sort of hopping onto gigs and, and messy uh, like and also immediate when you write a script it could be two years before anyone hears it or sees it and the idea that you would create something and that night be able to get a reaction yeah. and show people is really nice that's exactly my point you know and instead so, of going can we we don't have to dress yeah. the, the imaginary people in this yeah. uh, story we don't have to shoot them there, mm. there's not going to be marks we're not going to yeah. do it five times I'm just going to tell it I feel very lucky actually I've been coming out to LA doing pilot seasons for about five years and I feel really lucky that I'm a stand up and an actor because I know a lot of actors come out here and get crippled by loneliness mm. to not have a community and I also know. to be not be able to create you might successfully audition for years and maybe get things but when you audition you're normally beside your competition so yeah. you rarely go do you want to get a coffee now and hold out to see which one of us our, our lives right. are changed right, right. whereas with stand Stand up, you lean in somewhere and someone's like, you can all still do your job together. That's right. And me doing my job beside you doesn't take away from your ability to do your job. And so it, it means that I've never not 
worked in LA. I've definitely gone broke in LA, but I've never not worked. I've created and at nighttime and done gigs and found my yeah. little community here. And I love that. Like even I was doing my friend Andrew Michan's show, Good Looks at UCB last night. And like, even though it had been a long day, it was so nice to just go, hey, it's the end of the year. This is our probably our last gig of the year yeah. of the decade. And, and he's just been someone I met in like this uh, like gig at a car in a car park years ago when I started coming out to LA and we started sort of like hanging out together and it was just mm. such a nice little two comics hanging out yeah, pal and every yeah. time I'm in town I'm just you know the people you try and touch in with but it forces community it forces yes, being social even emotion Natasha came over to London to do a show and it was so bloody brilliant and they came and did like their honeymoon tour in London mm-hmm. and it was so nice to see them um, and I'd met Moshe I think doing you know At Midnight which was one of the few page things for stand-ups in, in LA mm-hmm. and it was just nice that you could land in and even if you haven't seen someone for a year and you de- technically haven't known them that much you can still be like i really like you when we met back there's i think stand-ups get over any like should we hang out very quickly yeah which i really like the same with kumail and emily kumail and emily are living in london now and i've become firm pals with them because it's nice to land in and go oh i don't know that many people would you mind yeah kumail's quite firm now he's oh my god he's so firm (laughs) i had to text emily and go hi um i just need to know that i i I still think he's up there Like, I was just like, I've just, just so you know, I liked your husband's picture, but it's only because I really respect the work that he put, that he put, that he put, sorry, I'm, that he put into it. Fucking hell. And we'd all been wondering, like, we were saying to him, like, because you, and you can tell as well, like, you can just tell something's bubbling underneath the t-shirt. And we'd been all a bit like, should we ask, can we have a look what's underneath the picnic blanket, mama? And then the picture which took the internet by storm two days ago and feared Jews. It is like a fucking hell. Look what happens if you, the nutritionists and the work and everything. It's like, wow, it is kind of cool. Yeah. It's like one of us did it. That's what it feels yeah. like. And I think everyone's like, oh my God, look. Oh, wow. Look what happened to one of us. He had texted <laughs> Exercise. me that a picture, not like that, yeah. before. He couldn't and to be wait. proud of it. Yeah, yeah. I think he should yeah, he be should so be proud. bloody proud of it. No, no. Because also it's still the same him and it's, a, take, it's almost funny. And it's I like, take yeah. some pictures of good haircuts. Yeah, yeah Look what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Look what he's happened. He's like, yeah, I'm not impressed. Mm, I don't think he's sending me a picture of here's, mine today. <laughs> here's a question that I wish I had been asking this entire podcast, but Uh-oh. I only just started asking it. What is your name? <laughs> How do you say your name? Is it, it Irish? It is Ashling B. I know. Yes, I know. But you made some people. People do want to say Aisling. They do, because that's how it's spelled, and that is their right. And that's their right. Yeah. That's a great joke in the pilot. Mm. I've turned for a Seamus. Oh, yeah, yeah, Very yeah. nice. Uh, okay. Has anything happened in your life that you can't explain? Like a ghost? Oh, alien? many ghosts. Yeah. No, really? Many aliens. Oh, one thing happened, but I, I just talked about it on Sabrina Jaliza's podcast Can yesterday. Can you fucking <gasps> stop? Can you fucking So I'm trying to think of another it? weird thing that happened. No! No, I can't because I just sold it yesterday. Are you not? It's not material on late night. Okay. 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 (laughs) So it does relate back to what's happening this year or to what we've been talking about in a sense. This year on the 28th of July. Are we over two hours? Oh, my God. No one. Nolan, to- Brad Pitt. Nolan's if you could new. treat this show like you treat your acting with a bit more respect and craft, then we'd all be, you know, they, I usually for get a, a ninety-minute light. I'm like, 
Which is fine. We'll know for next time. He was too busy undressing me with the back of his head. Oh, my Jesus. I'm sorry you got so distracted, Brad. But here we are. What this means we're very... You're a single guy, famously, you know. Is Brad single? Brad Pitt, isn't he single? I thought he was with the Jolie. Oh, no. What? Where have you been, Pete? That is the most granny lack of knowledge of gossip I've ever known. You don't know that Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie split up? No. Baby, 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 Pete. He's take a take a take a trip outside of your sauna for ten minutes. <laughs> you might hear some stuff. <laughs> Who do you think is president? Because I think I might be about Obama. to give some terrible news. <laughs> okay, Pete. You know. Okay. How long have you been wearing those pajamas? <laughs> they this were... decade. <laughs> the twenty twenty the twenty thousands. I don't know what is what is this decade been called? The twenty two thousands. All right, you saw a ghost. Oh, uh, did I see a ghost? I've seen many ghosts in my life. Really? I do believe in like spirits and the things around us, sure. Oh, but this, uh, so this is what happened. Uh, I This year, 28th of January, or July, it's my father's anniversary. I'd never really done anything. I, I didn't go to his funeral as a kid. I wrote that article two years ago. A lot of my days and months have been dealing with the topic and talking about it. Blah, blah, blah. But I was like, why not do something like where it's just like a positive marker and it's like goodbye to the story, to the narrative, to the whatever, to him. And I decided to get... Anniversary um, of when he passed. Yes, yes, yes. And I also decided, and I got a new garden this year. I spent some of my This Way Up money renovating my garden to make it a nice little wildflower garden there with mm. lots of little birds and bees and butterflies in it. And um. So I asked a lot of my friends who had also lost parents recently or in the last few years to come around as well. And we'd have basically like a dead parents little club in the garden. And um, uh, and I, we would You've all read a little You've two things poem. that are like, I'm so LA. I'm like, you have two great pitches in you. One is the couple that one's a divorce and one's a new stand <laughs> yeah. And then one's called the dead parents club. Dead parents club. And also everyone has tricky... Everyone has, lots of people have different relationships with that, with death, with moving on, with, with the relationship with the person who passed, what type of death it was. But just a, a moment to mark and say hey and goodbye in a sense, in some kind of non-religious but ceremonial way. I think little ceremonies are important without the religion. They're good Completely for people agree. to sort of have little markers in their head. Um, in fact, they say that's why burial ceremonies are so important, because it's important to have something where you go, oh, they're gone. Yeah. Rather than to not acknowledge it in some way, it's like to 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 turn up and go. They're gone. Goodbye. In some way. Right. Um. And so, basically, I'm in the garden. One of my ideas is we all write down a little uh, note to our loved one on this like paper I have that will biodegrade and have thank you a seed, uh, seeds in it, and so that'll grow into something. And I put in this pot plant. Just had the garden done up. Yeah. I live alone in my house in London. This plant pot is full of soil. Obviously, the idea would be I take out the top bit of soil and put it to the side, put all the seeds in the middle and put the soil back on to cover it over. Yes. Gardening, Pete. She left me roses by the stairs. Reminders let me know she cares I'm a gardener. So, I am... I, Gardening, Pete! We all do our little poems. We like uh, we put together music. We talk about a little memory of our... It's our, like the play you were afraid of. Yeah, it was well, like that. You're going to do your little monologue now? A little monologue. I think what she's trying to say... say I think what he's trying to say is here is... Um, but we all have our little moment to go, uh, today I'm remembering this person because of this and this and this, you know, la la la, here's a little poem. And actually my friend whose grief cast is amazing, that's one thing she does. She brings on a guest to go, who are we remembering today? And that's Carrie Ed Lloyd. It's a gorgeous podcast called Griefcast. And... Um, so anyways, there's a bit of a hint of that about the day. Edit that out. And <laughs> Carriott was there as well. And, um, you know, a couple of little kids running around fun. I take off the topsoil of this 
plant pot that I had filled up with soil and inside in it, Pete, is an egg. A full egg that is not a boiled egg that's cooked. It is what would have been an empty or a raw egg, but it's in there and I don't know how it got in there. An egg, perfect, uncracked egg is in the middle of the soil. And I'm like, what? And at first I asked, did anyone put it in there as a joke? And I'm like, lad. <laughs> One of your not- friends is an Easter bunny? Yeah. Well, I'm- no. It, it me, it me. Um, and I was like, lads, did somebody do this as a joke? And then I, I take it out with my hand to go, look at this to everyone. And other than that, everyone was there, you wouldn't, have exploded, you wouldn't have imagined that it would happen. It exploded in my hand. It just went, pow, exploded in my hand. And everyone went, whoa, what? And then we were all really freaked out. We're like, is there a ghost in the egg? What shards happened? of eggs? Yeah, shards of eggshell everywhere. It exploded. Was it now, empty? The science of it would have been like the sulfur in the egg that had been there for so long created a sort of once it hit the air, maybe like explosion. But then my friend Roisin, who's a Conity, who's a stand-up, starts Googling it. It means a rebirth and moving on and like a death of the old life and moving on the, when you find an egg somewhere. We were trying to work out like Wait, there's this... that's a thing when you find an egg? Yeah, like it's an old superstition thing. Um, again, I live on my own. There's no way it would have the plant, plant, plot, plant, the plant, 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 Pete, I'm having a stroke. Do you smell toast? Plant, plot. The plant, plot. smell French toast because of the egg. Mm, plant pot. Oh, I'd love some French toast. Right? That would be so nice. Ooh, good hangover food. Oh my God. The egginess. Oh, anyways. Oh, that'd be lovely. But anyways, here we are. I've had no snacks offered to me. Full two hours here. Oh God. Starving. Anyways. <laughs> Starving. You're not Irish, of Starving. course. A very British way to behave. <laughs> oh my God. Um, People don't like eating on the mic. Oh, that, and that's true. And I do true. recall offering that is you true. whatever you wanted when you came. You did give me that water. <laughs> um, <laughs> the very basics of jail. Um, so uh, the egg explodes in my hand. We're all freaked out. And I was like, what, what caused that? And it's all about rebirth. And there was like this thing about maybe foxes go around sometimes burying eggs. But this wasn't like a boiled egg that was taken out of like a trash can like that's you need got a very recycled compostable in it. Fox. You like, need a, a gingerly yes. moving around. Yeah. And also with his paws that he got into my garden, decided to, where did he purchase the raw egg in the first place? Then carried it around. What, in his handbag, his fox handbag? Um, <laughs> with his fox gloves on? I don't know. But... It was just there and it exploded in front of us all. And we were all like, whoa, really weirded out by it. Wow. And we, we saw it as a sign that like, we move forward now. Let's let go. Wow. So that was the exploding egg. That's incredible. If anyone genuinely knows how a raw egg got buried carefully right in the middle of a plant pot in my garden, phone in now. The phone this is live, right? This radio up. show is live, right? <laughs> Phil in Toronto, if you know what the hell, that's a boat. I love that story and I'm glad you told it. What about a specter? What's a specter? You know, seeing a ghost. Oh, seeing a ghost. Oh, let me have a think. I've definitely felt the presence of my dad at times. And I do believe in ghosts in a sense that I believe that you're made up of so much influence and energy by the people who create you and so much of us as we behave and we 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 uh, act based on the people who form us as we grow up and that leaves some semblance of someone that can feel like a ghost within you sure and i think at certain times we manifest them outwards with our brain and i think in probably 50 years we'll be ex- we'll be able to explain a lot of stuff through science about how we project and what we see and you know the fact that as 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 humans we create illusions and magic and stories naturally that's how we navigate the world so I do believe in 
what we might call ghosts and that the presence of people lingers around us and their influence. But it's coming through our projection of reality. Yes. And you know what interesting thing It's like you're putting happened. a slide in the light. Yes, that you're exactly. Like a little out. shadow puppet. Yeah. And what what happened was I had always ghost theory ever. Yeah. Except when more than one person sees it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did we all see collectively? Unless, what happened there? But that just suggests that we're more connected. You're you're talking about mm. your presence lowering my testosterone. I mean is it so absurd to be like, maybe we're yeah. linking up somehow mentally as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Val and I say the same thing constantly. And there's how, this how merging yes. that happens. But like, not just like with turns of phrase and stuff. We'll just be talking about something. Mm. Serendipities are abound in this household. This yeah. Is a magic little nook. And you are. You're you are bonding together and nesting with each other and creating a life together and a family. And it's like that. Oh, once you that start having the baby, you're the just like, you. yeah. it's real magic. Yes, mm. it's real magic. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that... That I, I, I can't explain it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule anything out. I mm. wouldn't rule uh, even like I, I love an old crystal. I love a healer. I love a psychic. And I do believe some people are able to read things that we can't yet. And we've called them like crazy people. But actually, there's some things oh, I, that our brain do. I like you have an extra you. skill. You know, but you know, even the way like a therapist, therapists are highly, they're like, what's happening here? Yeah. And even as, as comedians, you have to tell when a group of like six to 2,000 people have turned. Well, you talk about a story in and advance. you can feel that it's too long. Yeah, you can feel it's too long and you're like, I'm losing them. Yeah. So you are, and, and people would never go, that's crazy. They release you a know, pheromone, basically. Yeah, that you're like, I'm, I can feel, I'm not looking at one person, yeah. I can feel some of it's noise, yeah. but just an energy that I'm losing this o- audience. And you do it sometimes before they know it, so you can get ahead of yourself to go, but listen, enough about this. Back to my baguette bit. Baguette- Here it comes! Baguetting back to the big joke. I hope she does the croissant tag I gave her. <laughs> I love you know it. what? I tried it and I didn't like it. I feel like it lost them. What about the sweet Lord Jesus? I'm assuming. I'm just kidding. Sweet Lord Jesus, my main crush. <laughs> that white bearded guy, the only white guy where he was from. Of course. <laughs> he was probably That was not. his biggest miracle was being white in that area. <laughs> you know? <laughs> ah, defying odds. Yeah. I'm odds. wondering if you have a framework for the universe in, in any spiritual or religious form. I do have a bigger uh, connection to th- I I and I don't know if I as I've gotten older, and I'm not sure if it's just like when you're brought up in such intense Catholic environments, does the belief in magic ever go away? Mm. Is it just replaced in some way? But I do believe in kind of higher than ourselves, and it's helped me in a way to believe in bigger than ourselves, to believe in the way a community reacts when bad things happen, to the mm. way there's a lovely song, and it's a Whitney Houston remix. I'm not sure if it's huge here, but it's definitely huge in the UK. And it's like the Kygo, I'm literally going to play it now. You won't get sued if you play a bit of music. No. Um, and the it's like such a dance. At the 30 minute mark. It's such a, yeah, they, 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 we're not recording any of this, Ashling, in all honesty. You, what an idiot that you think you are. But it's, um, <laughs> it's this song which really, there's something about dance music as well, like proper dance music, which, is, which has only become big in America in the last 10 years. But like in Ireland and, and England and especially Manchester, the rave scene was so huge, like dance music, which is like, you know, a lot of beeps and things like, um, uh, Irish people love it. Really? So this song, it's like in the Whitney Houston remix, and when I hear this song this is my song of 2019 and I want to put my hand up to the sky think about it there must be higher love and I want to like reach up higher above us 
all our differences, all of our political differences, the divisiveness in our country, it all boils down to that we all want love and not to be lonely and to be connected to each other and to be intimate. That it's in a comedy club over a point we're all looking for ultimately the same thing, to feel safe, to feel seen. And that's what we're all wanting to be seen. And if we don't get seen, we either run away or we shout and we scream, look at me. And that's what's happening at the moment. We think, you know... Pete, harmonise. Bring me higher love. <laughs> Bring me a higher love. Big shout out to all the natural altos out there. Higher love. <laughs> Can of I love this song. It makes me want to like, you know, in gospel choirs, when people kind of reach up to the sky and there's a feeling that you want to like something bigger than me, surely. And it could just be loving people. It could just be community. There it is. Bring higher love. That's my song of 2019. Someone answer their religious part with a song. Yeah. It is. There's like a it's whoa, all we need. Hopefully something bigger. Probably not, but it's maybe. All we need. Doesn't have to be religious. Oh, Ashley. That'd be a great title for a song. All we need is love. If only someone would write it. Oh my God! <laughs> have you heard of <laughs> Brad and Angelina Jolie? Wow, <laughs> they're what together. Happened? Yeah, thank God. They're yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, They've okay. been together. As long as something isn't not working this year, you know that's <laughs> the one thing we can rely on. Ashling B. If you wouldn't mind. Listen. 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 Sure, do, listen, look at it. Do you feel good? I feel great, actually. Yes. One thing I'm nervous about is orchestrating when we finish this, how I'll stand up, pull back down my skirt, yes. and remove the blanket. Guess what's going to happen? Well, these I know two Brad Pitt's going to turn around. Yeah. are going to turn around. Bright eyes. We're going to give you turn a around. But he's going he's gonna to catch a, 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 a sneaky peek I in the reflection of the, I'd of hope the monitor. so, or I'll be insulted. Ooh, cheeky. Sneaky Pete. Sneaky Pete. Sneaky Pete. <laughs> Rabisi, he's gonna Rabisi you. Isn't that yeah. who it is? Giovanni Rabisi? Is it? Isn't that Sneaky Pete? I, d- I definitely don't know that name. So Do you want to hear my be. impression of him? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Transformative. How we end, because it's never natural. Mm. With the guests, I don't know if you know this because you mm-hmm. listen to so many other podcasts. Mm. <laughs> we have the guests say, keep it crispy. Keep it I, crispy. Oh, you just did? Oh, just like when the gravy dries on your tum-tum after an erotic New Year's Day lunch come lovemaking section. Session. Keep it crispy. Section. <laughs> 2019, I've run out of the best of my English. If you'd met me in February, oh, I was Oscar Wilde quality. But now, it's just the dregs, Pete. Just the bloody dregs from the ear. Now say it again because I talked over you. Okay. Very much like the gravy on your Why tum tum. <laughs> That's the thing about me. I can do a second take with the oh same lines. Oh my God. Um, just like with the gravy on your. No, no, no. Keep it crispy. <laughs> Reminders let me know you care. Thank you, Oshling. Thank you so much. What a joy. What a joy. This wasn't as bad as everyone said it was going to be. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> sorry this isn't the grief cast. so <laughs> crispy. <laughs>